good, Mrs. Ryan? Yeah. All right, pressing the button. Okay. Big show, big show. Holy cow. Hello, Mrs. Ryan. Hello, hello. Welcome back. Hi. What's happening? It's a busy day. We've got a full house. Welcome back, everybody. All right. Today is Friday, May 10th, 2019. My name is Jay Ryan. This is Nicole Ryan. We are the Ryans, and this is It's Tonight's Show. Mrs. Ryan and I have been going since very early this morning because today is Friday. We're doing a Friday show. It's our pre-Luft Spectacular, our annual show. Uh, we've already been to Breakfast Club. <laughs> That's what Fridays are for. <laughs> it wasn't a small one. Um, I don't know where to start. Should we start with the weather in L.A. today that we did not expect? Uh, that's a great idea. Woo! Uh, <laughs> I kept checking it, and it was like, oh, there was a chance of rain in the whole bit. It's difficult weekend. That's when it rains here in L.A. That's just seems to be how it works. Um, anyway, one thing led to another. Tons of weather this morning. Nothing but weather. There was rain. There was fog. There was deer. I don't know if that's weather or nature. <laughs> Um, but lots of obstacles, and still it was a massive bre- breakfast club. Uh, so many people who said they were coming didn't come, I'm assuming, because of the uh, whatever. But the people that did come in droves yeah. from all over the place. A but woman drove a 356 from Illinois. No joke. She is awesome. Hi. <laughs> that drive is so from Chicago. Like it's a, And right here, it's so crazy. It was neat. So anyway, it's been a heck of a morning, but we have a full house here. We've got Tori Alonzo is here today, Nicholas Hunziger is here today, and Mr. Ray Schaefer from Porsche is here today. We're going to blow it out. It's going to be a blast. Last time we all did this, we were still in the old Life with the Ryans uh, dining room uh, little setup. Mm-hmm. It was before we had this beautiful studio and this amazing set and all this stuff. Um, so we're just going to get right into it today. I have one video I'd like to play, which happens to be our Luftacult trip from last year. Okay. So it's all of these people. Um, you know, but one year ago. It's not cool. a TBT. I guess it's Friday. Maybe it's an FBF. FBF. <laughs> but no card for that. Um, so we'll just roll it, and when we come back, we're going to do some uh, really quick what's going on, and then we're going to start the guest cavalcade. Yeah. It'll be fun. Uh, good, Mrs. Ryan? Mm-hmm. All right, fantastic. I feel like I'm just now starting to slow down, settle into the show. A little woo-woo-woo. Well, that. <laughs> it, I feel not like good. we're on uh, – there's a – sorry, I know I introduced that clip. We'll come back to it. There's a little <laughs> bit of a um, – like when you just run a marathon and you're like, oh, I'm just, you, you, you don't, I don't know what I'm talking about. All right. Ready for that clip? Here we go. Roll <laughs> it, Hal. I love what you do for me. Toyota. Toyota. Woo. We're at Toyota, but we're at Luftkakult. But we're at Toyota. But, but we're at Luftkakult. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> But I just spotted this sucker. Hi, Professor. See you in there. We're in Lutka Cult. Her first time. Ever. And over here we see some people we know. Oh, wow. wow, there you go. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Thank you. 
love all the Patina 356s, man. That's like where my car would be. I've got a 60 356. And Van Morrison, life with the Ryans, here in Lipkicult, with their fascination. So we're getting ready to leave this awesome Lufka cult, but we ran into this guy. Found him. The professor. Dwight, what's up? Hello. This is Tori V Dubs. Did you have a good time? Oh my god, how could you not? Look at this. Such a great time. Fantastic. I'll be back next year. It's been awesome. We're out. Time that was. I can't believe it's been a year. Yeah, don't yeah, Just a little bit over a year, actually, because it's been, you know, it was April last year, Lufka Cult. Yeah, you guys were talking about it. I cannot believe how much time it's gone by. <laughs> it is crazy. <laughs> well, I love that we have a whole full boat again, and yeah. um, I'd like to get them in here. So before we have to do that, it's time to ask the question that's on everyone's mind. What's going on, Mrs. Ryan? I want to get them in too, so I'll be quick today. Oh, you're so awesome. Go ahead. 
There's a village in France that's offering a reward for descri- a description. Do, a oh, reward. Okay. A reward. Uh, there's a rock in the local place that has some weird disc- inscription on it that they can't figure out for years. And so they're offering they're offering it to the public and saying like if you can figure this out. Is it a is it a is it like a riddle or is it one of those where it's just so faded that it's hard to make out? We don't know what language it's, it's in, like seven la- letters. They don't know what languages it mm. is. Okay. So what else? What else? Okay. It's interesting. I don't know enough about it, but they don't either. So it's like, oh, I see. If you can, it's like, if you're really good at Harry Potter, you might know this. It's so convoluted. This. Wow. All right. Yeah. Neat. It's curious. Yeah. Um. This is interesting to me because it makes so much sense. But they're just now starting to experiment with the fact that you can treat yourself with your own microbiome. Oh yeah. So they're making pills out of your own stuff to treat your own stuff. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I don't like the pill part. I think so much of it is up here. It's more of a placebo. Well, oh, okay. That's interesting. I was going to say that if they're using our own stuff, that means that we can do it. Yeah. We may not know how, but it means that we can do it. If you're taking our stuff, taking it out, putting it back in. You know what I'm saying? We have uh, the, it, somehow, somehow the somehow. solutions in the problem. So <laughs> yeah, right, right. It's in your body, so it's super neat. Uh, the pill thing weirds me out only because it seems fake, and I don't want anyone touching my stuff. Like you, it's in there. Like figure it out. Hmm. But that's an alternative that I like better than opioids. So yeah, totally. That makes sense. Have a gander. Um, <laughs> Delta is testing free Wi-Fi. Oh. This month it's starting. Um, they're doing it for a good reason of figuring out how to better serve their customers. So I love that idea. They're ex- they're examining their services, seeing who's using stuff, seeing what people use it for. Hmm. And yeah, that's the part I was going to say. It's free, but then I was going to say, but they're probably tracking your activity, which I don't care for. I don't like it either. I, I just mean, feel I like it's being done anyway. Somehow. So yeah, you're probably if right. they're using it to better their service, I'm all for it. It's like... Whatever. Yeah. Um, so if you're on Delta, Wi-Fi is free. Um, <laughs> is that for a certain amount of time? Is that a for a few period? months, but it's a trial period. But I, f- it's on 55 flights a day. So it seems like check before you go. But if you really want Wi-Fi, you're going to get it anyway. So right. Yeah, if you need it. or Yeah, right. Whatever. Uh, save $13. Uh, lastly, oh. North Carolina is testing something that I thought was so cool. It's called Mood Notes. And it's one school in particular that's trying it out, but it's basically like the kids can put it, the, she puts post-its out every day, and the kids can she write the their, teacher? the teacher, sorry, and the kids write their name on the back, and she, they put it on the board to say how they're feeling. Like, I had a, oh, I had a sucky hang on, day. Get, hang on, I get this, I get this, uh, but that's written on the back, and it's almost like voting, like you put it at a certain place on the board, is that what you mean? Uh, no. Oh, I see, okay. The kids write down how they're feeling. I had a shitty day, and they write their name on the back. And the teacher, it's up to her discretion, but she looks through, and if anyone is having an awful day, she has the discretionary ca- capacity to like see who it is and call it. And kids know. So it's a way of uh, um, not complaining, but it's a way of uh, maybe checking in with uh, with some ambiguity. Yeah, yeah. It, it, they're doing. They're experimenting to ex- explore feelings yeah. communally without being. I don't understand this one fully, but I really like the direction it's going. It seems to be a more uh, uh, an attempt at understanding, and I love that. That's all I could get was like sh- students sharing their feelings, so that like you're not alone. Like I feel this way too. Yeah. You can see that, and the teacher can see like this test that I gave caused a lot of 
stress for people. Why? You didn't think about it. Um, wow. But they're addressing things. And I, I love that everyone is looking at things that way of like, how can I make things better for people? Yeah, so I agree. If you can implement that in your life, I well think that's done. awesome. And that's been the news, team. Hey, well done. That's what's going on. <laughs> and that's been what's going on. <laughs> Someone did that to me today, and I—the oh, you're kidding. The end, and I almost cried at at breakfast club. Uh huh. And do you know who it was? Yes. Oh, but we're not saying. I don't. Oh, that's great though. That's very funny. It was the. It was such a good moment. Maybe so, so happy. All right. Well, that's it. It's time to uh, uh, take a quick break and start the guest cavalcade of Bring stars the boys, that we yeah. have here today. Yeah. I think we're going to start with uh, Tori Alonzo, VW okay. for Life, and then we're going to go down the line. Okay. All right. Cool. We are going to take a quick break. When we come back here, our good old friend, booker on this show, producer of this show, Tori Alonzo, VW for Life, will be sitting in that chair right there. We are very excited about it. See you in a few. <laughs> right here so you can say 
And we're back! Yeah! <laughs> and we are back. Sitting here with good old buddy Tori Alonzo. So good to be back. Our first guest ever on this program, even when it was the old life with the Ryans. That's a fact. How are you, buddy? Welcome I'm back. great. It's hard to be bad when you're in L.A. Hard to be bad? Yeah. I could do with a little more sunshine. <laughs> Man, you guys brought the weather. Everybody. I didn't bring the weather. It was beautiful in Pittsburgh. I should have brought the weather. Really? I didn't. Yeah, it was like... It's been in like the mid seventies, sunny. It's been beautiful there. Really? Yeah. Oh man. And then I come here, and it looks like I land in Seattle. But yeah, it's fully Seattle. Whatever. We were, all you good. heard us before talking about the weather on the way to breakfast. Right. Club. Right. So you came to your first breakfast club. I today. did. I did. I, it's not my first time to Newcomb's Ranch, but it's my first time to the Breakfast Club with the Porsches, and it did not disappoint. Had a great time. It was even awesome. with the weather, there was quite a turnout. Even yeah, even with the weather. Somebody said there were forty cars, which is. 40? Dec- yeah, that's decent. Whoa. I mean, we've had more than that before. Yeah, but that's a good But even with the, the – I mean, I, so many groups of people that were that right. RSVP'd or whatever didn't make it. Right. So I can't even imagine – I'm almost – I feel like it actually was like it all worked out. <laughs> it's neat because it's, it's hard to gauge how it is as an outsider looking in unless you're there. But when you see – Everyone just kind of comes and goes as they please. Yes. It's really neat. Like it's there's all, It's like a revolving door of yeah. different cars, and people come in, stop, say hi. They may get caught up in conversation. They may not. They may just come for a quick drink, and then yeah. down the hill they go. It's neat. I I loved it. Isn't I'd that, be up there every Friday if I lived here. So I really glad would. you like uh, it. Yeah, it was cool. It was really neat. I'm so glad that you're receiving exactly what we intend, mm-hmm. which yeah. is easy. It's good vibes. It's That's easy, all it was. Vibes. You walk in, it's like positive energy. It's, it's like just family. like a breath of fresh air. It was so nice. And some pretty cool cars, even in the weather. Absolutely, yeah. Everybody that came There's out. There's some rare stuff. There was an Emery Outlaw. Emery uh, Outlaw. It was a Gunther Works car. Yep, the Gunther Fiber Gunther Works car, the 356 that... Um, that Pamela Brundage drove Pamela from Brundage. Illinois. Like, I mean, but she's the one that was in the Forbes article, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yep. That's her. And yes. she's also a flight attendant for American Airlines. So we were talking about and you work stuff, for and I work for Southwest. Right. So. And she cool. apparently, you guys had that in common in that we just do trips so that we can pay for our hobbies <laughs> and, and like our motor rebuilds, support our car hobby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that was cool. Um, but, but, yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Oh, it was great. Had a blast. And I rode up with PCH driver Sean and his Cayman. Sean, from Wheel- the producer from Wheeler Dealers that Absolutely. was on the show a couple weeks ago. Yes. And then rode down with Nicholas in his GT3. So I kind of got, got yeah, a little did, of Did everything. we hold you up too much? No, no. Oh, okay. The driving pace was perfect. Because <laughs> his, nice. I mean, he not only his uh, aptitude for driving and, and, and experience, but also, I mean, his car, too. I mean, everything about it, he could go around us at any point <laughs> it's amazing how well set up your car is for the crest though for the crest yeah because that car it it, it never looked unsettled because it was neat to see from behind you i could oh, watch your line and the yeah. physics and the car was oh. never unsettled never looked squirrely the car was just planted and doing its thing and we had a blast and i mean i would say we were not not going. five over yeah five over of course allegedly there's a couple straights where we might have pushed it but, yeah you know but it, it was it it's a blast it's so much fun uh, i'm so glad to hear you say yeah. that and it's really neat to hear what the car looks like because yeah. we don't you know that what was i mean cool like too. i didn't even get pictures of it out there right. but we're all static and I, I was trying to get some pictures and some video on the way down but on the way up it was so foggy that nothing would focus and then on the way down you know you're you're so quick that you know it was just 
it was hard to do. But oh, photos? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's you need uh, we needed <laughs> blur. McGold. We needed Tuts McGold <laughs> yeah, to come yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah. and shoot with his his lenses and yeah. everything. My little iPhone six plus wasn't cutting the mustard today on the crest. Are you still That's on okay. a six plus? Still on a six plus. Are you thinking about upgrading? Maybe. I'm not trying to. Hit, but if you do, can I buy your six plus? Because you just have a, it. You just take it. Even better. These uh, the cameras that we use in here are the old uh, iPhones, and it's like if you put a new one, they don't match. And we oh, need to that get makes all sense. new ones, and I'm not going to go yeah. spend $6,000 on, cam- on right. phones that are cameras. We're going for 2013 technology here. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if it works, I mean, why we're, not? We're doing 60s technology over exactly. here. Hey, so. It's all good. We got the whole gamut <laughs> of generations. It's <laughs> yeah, awesome. Uh, can we talk about your shirt there, buddy? We can, yeah. So that's uh, Many people may recognize that shirt from the credits of this show. That's my old uh, 356 that's... Well, your current 356. Yes, yes. Happens to be an old car. Happens to be an old car. But that's the 211 that is uh, in the the drive-in uh, um, tag at the end of this show. It is. And uh, how did that shirt come about? <laughs> <So>. <laughs> A friend of mine on Instagram just happens to post one day, hey, I've got the classic Porsche 356 racer tee available now. <laughs> I was like, that's awesome, but I... Didn't know anything about this. It was your car in the picture. It was my car. Yeah. It was my picture, essentially. Yeah, you and, took the and picture. I and took the picture. This is the same picture shirts. that's in the credits. And I think you just ran it through like a cartoon, you know, filter Some or app something. Thing, yeah. Threw it on a you know t-shirt and was but selling them. And the thing is. Here's the problem with it. I effing love it. I do too. That's why I bought. I bought, bought one. So that's the answer. Yeah, you bought your own. I, I you bought, took the photo. You bought the car. Took the photo. Some guy stole both. What are you gonna do, man? Oh, gosh, it's I all think good. It's great. Well, the reason I wanted to wear it is because I knew I'd be up at uh, Breakfast Club today. And I'd be around all of these people that I knew from Instagram, but they yes. didn't necessarily know me. So I figured, right. oh, if I put my, if I plaster my own car on my shirt, then people will know who I am. Right. And I, sure as hell, I got like five or six people that were like, oh, I follow you on Instagram. I know awesome. you're, you know, so that mission accomplished. Whatever, just well, cost me twenty six dollars. I was gonna say a lot of people uh, know you once they meet you, but they don't know you just standing over there. You know what I mean? Your right. name is getting out there from between VW for Life and actually Tor Alonzo from the work you're doing with us and Hunter right, and stuff. right. Um, so it's 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 it is it's it's a whole weird weird conundrum. It is, but I, I feel like you should get the artwork and then do like magnets and stickers I'd love and whatever to. the heck yeah. else. You know, that would be cool because every that's like the thing now is like everyone's giving out their little decals and like P car talk we, guys we, were there. We like you've the got your one elevens, so I need to do some. So maybe I'll get the artwork from this. That yeah. Uh, what's the name of the guy? Uh, Ranachalinga is the um, it's Renee. He, um, Renee Chalinga, if there's any way that we can possibly get that image from you, I am begging because we love it, for one. Um, and he did take the picture into this car, and I feel like it's probably the right thing to do. Um, but anyway, it would be really great if we could get that because I feel like between – I mean, there's a lot of things that people don't know going on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. It would be nice to have. I agree. I'll talk to John Benton tonight because he actually films all the stuff that John Benton does at Renee the does. Carrera Panamericana in Mexico. So they're all juiced in. So that's why I like didn't really like cause a big stink. Oh, about you're not it the kind of guy who would sue over it or anything, no, or no, hey, no, stop no, that. No, stop it's still promotion that. Yeah, for you. Exactly, it is. So plus, your car looks so good. Yeah. yeah. Don't you think? I do, yeah. It's everything neat. about it. The stink. I don't know if right. Shell signed off on that, but <laughs> <Yeah>. that's okay. <laughs> That's all right. Whatever. I don't think they care about that stuff in Mexico. They got bigger fish to fry. So. Well, it's a nice segue, though, 
to that car and what's going on with it. What's going on with that car? What's going on is my engine lasted a whopping 100 miles. So for those who may remember, there was a big, massive engine rebuild going on. Finally got it together and the whole bit, and it was a lot of hoopla, and everyone was very excited about it. No one more than you. No one more than me, yeah. And my pocketbook for getting a break, finally. Yeah, it lasted 100 miles. Basically, what happened was... Uh, <laughs> Let me do the slow push here. <laughs> Basically, what happened is... Throw so, I, it was actually the day that I took this picture of all things. The day that That's I right. that That's was right. going to be my break-in drive or whatever. And I got back you home. You hear that, Renee? It was super, yeah. It was super <laughs> noisy. I was like, that doesn't sound right. I drained the oil and got the dreaded flakes in the oil, copper flakes, uh, which is bearing. So I was like, great. So Yeah, you can tell from the material what it is, Absolutely, right? you yeah. can. So I was like, great. So I you know, pulled it back in the garage, and that night I had the entire engine stripped down. Because I can't – Oh, that's right. You called me after a, li- after yeah, a little bit of like, uh, oh your own time. You're like, yeah. sorry, I haven't gotten back to you. It's not been a good day, but here's yes. what's going on. Yes. And you're like, tomorrow I'll probably – you went right back. At, you hung up the I phone. Went right hung back up the phone the with you. Went back out there and pulled the thing Got out. Got your wrenches and tore it. Yeah, apart. yeah, tore it apart. So, long story oh, move, short, I support that move. I wanted to you sleep that to night. Sleep. Yep. Thank you. Hundred percent. So, well, we're, we're it's all, all the, the same. same. <laughs> it's all the same. So, long story short, of course, now I'm second guessing everything I did, and I'm a pretty capable engine builder. At that point, at that point I right, was right. yes. And um, when I stripped everything down. I figured out that the crankshaft, which was brand new, which was bought by a brand new part, like brand new, brand new part, brand new in the box from AA performance or pistons or whatever. It's AA. Mm-hmm. They have about a 50, 50 shot of being good parts or bad parts. Like oh. I've talked to different engine builders and they're like, yeah, is, did you, we've is had this good 50, luck with 50 them. your opinion now or oh, when God, you no. purchased it? No, not now, because I've talked to people since then. No, no, my point is, did you buy a part knowing it was 50-50 and put it in the heart no, of your not engine? Then. I wouldn't think so. No, That's no, not, not then it was even a little bit. No, 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 no. You wouldn't the, the track record way. was much better, as described to me, when I was building the engine. Wanted to make sure that was After the fact now, come to find out, there's more people than I had originally been told that have had issues with these parts. So now your opinion is, eh, 50-50. Uh, my opinion now is just cry one and write the check and buy the best thing you can, which I have since done. So now I have a scat crankshaft on order. It's so so anyway, basically right? what happened, so the smoking gun we found out was that this crankshaft was not properly heat treated. Ugh. And so it's not hardened. And wow. when it's not hardened, it's not going to last. How do you, can you tell that? Just so all, all we did was take a punch to it and then just so you tapped it. tink and, and it put a huge divot in it. Well, right. it's and not it shouldn't have if no, it were tempered, absolutely right? Absolutely not. Right. No. So it was not heat treated properly. And I've since it's spoken to other to people in. that have had similar issues. So it's it's a known problem, apparently. So, yeah. All right. So that so, was the culprit. That was the culprit. So now I'm basically in the process. But did, of, what, how much damage did that do to other things? Oh, obviously it, that it piece took a lot out with it. The rods are salvageable. Um, I have to get, obviously, all new bearings. So main oh. bearings, rod bearings for it. Um, everything it, you've just done. Everything I've just done. So it's oh. basically like aside from... The head's out. Plus. Yeah, pretty much a bottom end rebuild now. Again, whatever. So now I'm overbuilding it. So I'm going. Good. I had AA pistons, and I don't want. I don't even want to Why take would a you chance. chance it, yeah. Right? So big shout out to Walt Watson at Competition Engineering in Lake Isabella because he's really helped me out. That's and the machinist who's helping you. He's one of them. Yeah, okay. he's basically told me like, look, you know, just go with the scat crank. We've never had problems with those. Those are great crankshafts. 
And in the VW money, world, right? they're very, yeah, they're, yeah, a lot it's, more money. it's, but almost, you get what you pay for, hopefully. $2,000 crankshaft. Yeah. Yep. It but, is what it is. hey, I mean, you just have to pay to play. Yep. And I want the car back on the road. Yep. So, so that's why I've been working a it's lot. It's part lately. of the story, brother. It this is. is part it of is. the story that makes that 211 so special. It'll make me, you know, have more fun with the car once it's back on the road and I can appreciate it more. So, well, but you genuinely will too because you really, yeah. you're building the house. I will. It's going to be free flow now too, right? Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to full flow the entire oil well, system, um, forged pistons now. Lightening the flywheel. So, I mean, I'm doing, doing all the stuff that I wanted. You thought about before. But. Yeah, and now it's like, well, it's out again. Might as well. And now's the time. So, and um, John Benton's been great about offering advice with stuff. Oh, so, yeah, and I'll John see Benton. him tonight because we're going to his open house. So. Oh, good. The so, I can Noxica thank him in person. Noxica Colts. Yeah. yeah. So, that'll be cool. Yeah. What so, time is that? I don't know, actually. I think it's pretty much all night. It's oh, just okay. kind of come and go. He's going to have a taco truck. So that's, Love that. I mean, he had me at tacos. So. <laughs> It's all good. So <laughs> you had the whole breakfast club up there, and you're not a breakfast guy, so you didn't even eat. No, I'm not. I had coffee at Hunziker's place before we left this morning, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big breakfast person. That's okay. So, it's all good. You got yeah. plenty of conversation in. I did. Yeah. Yeah. I had a blast. It was a really good time. So what's going on with you other than that stuff? You flying a lot? I have been flying a lot. Someone's got to pay for that crankshaft. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Good point. aren't cheap, but yeah, aside so from that, I mean, chips. it's kind of our, yeah, it's kind of our busy season now. Like, you know, things are picking up oh, with the airlines and, you know, we've got the whole Max 8 drama going on. So oh. we're, Do Southwest you, is down. We are, yeah. We're the biggest operator of Max 8 aircraft in the world. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, wow. so right now in our so busiest season, are, a lot of your fleet is down. We're down thirty-four airplanes right now at Southwest Airlines. Yeah, so I mean they I don't know what canceled that means a lot out of out of like thirty-nine or out of four thousand. You know what I mean? It, like, I think we have like around seven hundred, seven hundred fifty airplanes. But they're so big. Still, so it's a pretty like sizable it's impact. Intense. Yeah. So it's you know I I had I had a Burbank overnight at one point and I didn't even bother telling you guys because it got changed. So it's like you, I hate to get people. That you know, happened excited. Last time too. And it happened last time too. And that's, that's it was why. like the night before, or even the day of, or something like mm-hmm. that. You were going to leave. Yeah, I was like, like, like yeah, sorry. Not, not happening now. I got to check in, and, and of course, it's already changed. So you kind of have to be go with the flow when stuff like this happens. But it's for safety. So what are you going to do? How does you that know? work for you, though? Because you have to, like, you have to commute for one. And it's not like commuting like you or I would do. Like, you get on a plane and fly to a different city I so do. that you can go mm-hmm. to work. Right. Mm-hmm. So how does that work for you? Like, do you ever fly to another city and then they change it and you just got to fucking like, oh, thanks a lot. And you fly back. All the time. Well, really? so, well, sometimes they'll cancel an entire trip and I get paid for the whole trip and then I don't work Oh, is that flight. how it works? If it's past a sometimes, certain time? Sometimes, yeah. Or if it's not feasible for me to get to a different city where that trip would start or whatever else. So mm-hmm. they monopolize your time at that point yeah. so they have to pay. Well, that's, mm-hmm. that's more fair then. It is. I mean, I mean I don't it's not a, a bad gig. I mean, I, I still enjoy it. It's just, you know, you just have to roll with the There's punches. There's a lot of pieces to it that I didn't understand. There's you pieces to it that I even I don't understand. I'm sure I could I could probably go to our crew scheduling department in Dallas and just be blown away at what they have to do. Just everything that they go through when there's, you know, one delay that turns into this delay and that just is a snowball effect and think of all the flight Vandalay, crews that Vandalay. get affected oh it's crazy i couldn't even imagine so you know yeah but, there's a lot of moving pieces i didn't think lots about. and then when you're you know take 34 airplanes out of the equation when you know spring and summer travel start it's it's it rough but we're Man. dealing with it yeah we're doing what we can all right so you're in town for luftgekult i am like everybody else mm-hmm. um how many have you been to all of them 
No. No, I've only no. the last year was actually my first one. Oh no, kidding. Yeah. So I've been to five and then six. I don't. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I would have <laughs> liked to have been. It. I would have liked to go on the one at the port. That one looked really cool. I didn't go to that one. Yeah, I think that was the I, one. That's before. the only one I've ever worked. I worked that one. Oh, was, did you really? It was. Uh, I didn't know that. It was um, big. Mm-hmm. And it was rainy. It was mm-hmm. horribly rainy. I mean, we got there at five in the morning. Made for some great pictures though, because there's all those great pictures of cars with like reflections and and the three fifty six rainbows. Amazing. And all that that, mm-hmm. that was really that was cool. the nice thing about working it because you're there before all the people are, so you can take a picture of anything from mm-hmm. anywhere and get a good shot. And Ray helped us get in early last year, and that's the only reason I was able to get decent pictures that can all lumber because. Trying to get a picture at eleven o'clock in the morning, forget about it. Because there's the sun and the people. So many people there. It was yeah. crazy. So I am actually excited. I did hear that they've kind of scaled back the production this year. Is that true? It is yeah, I think they're gonna have about half of the cars that they had last oh. year. Honestly, that yeah. makes it more Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. Because I felt I, like there was a lot of stuff I didn't even get to see last year just because it was so big. And by the time I'd seen probably three quarters of it, I was so wiped out exactly. that I was just like, I can't. We did the whole Lufka Cult uh, hangover show last year. Do you mm-hmm. remember that? Oh, yeah. Yep. I f- it's going to happen again. It will. <laughs> do it again. It will. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It um, is funny. That's like a stone's throw from your place, though. That's cool. I mean, you can literally so lucky see it this from. Year. <laughs> yeah, you go out to cool. the pool. It's beautiful downtown Burbank. When you go out to the pool, you look up at Hogwarts. Literally. Yeah. It's amazing. That's <laughs> cool. I love so it. So that'll be fun. So but. what are you looking forward to this year from Lufka Cult? Honestly, What I've, have you heard? I mean, what, we, this is, it's all speculation because none of us have been over there yet. Right. Car-wise, I'm not expecting anything. I, really, the reason I come out is to hang out with you guys and catch up with friends. And, you know, it's kind of like my, my family away from Pittsburgh. Yeah. It's nice. So just hanging out with you guys this morning and, you know, getting to – I'm staying with Nicholas Hunziker and palling around with him and seeing his studio. That's That's been great. So more than any car, I was looking forward to this. I wanted honestly. to ask you about that, but I figure we'll do that when he comes in. Sure. Yeah, that works. Yeah creative bunch here yes yeah yeah like you always say it takes a village and i feel like we're we're the village well yeah but i feel like people are moving to our town all of a sudden they are they are which is kind of nice it is nice it's cool so um did you when you were at breakfast club today Mm -hmm. was your expectation or the actual event i don't know what i'm trying to say here there was i i was a little bit overwhelmed by how many Fan is not the right word, but how many people were aware of us and how many people do watch the show and stuff like that? Absolutely. I was blown away. Yeah. Because you watch numbers. I don't like This is why I don't know the numbers and I don't understand it. I don't it, really it keep track nuts. of the views. I go off of what people tell me. Right. That's, I like real-time feedback. I don't, I'm not a numbers guy. So did you, did you experience the same thing I did today? Because I think what it was was a I lot did. of out-of-towners. I did. So I think a lot of people came, you know what I mean? It wasn't just the usual crew, although a lot of them right. were there as well. Right. I don't know. It was just it, – it, it surprised me, and I, I didn't anticipate it. I, I was the same way. And and a lot of people – it's so funny because now that people kind of equate me to the booking guy for the car shows and stuff, you know, on this yeah. specific show, now I, my inbox now is starting to fill up with cold calls. And, hey, it, it's neat. It's they're, neat that we're cool, in this place now. cool because ours is slowing down. Now they're going mm-hmm. to you. <laughs> yeah, I'm stealing all your DMs, <laughs> I guess. great. But it's pretty fantastic. I like it. It's it's nice knowing that people are recognizing the work that you guys are putting into this and and wanting to be a part of it now. And I think that's really cool. Well, and again, the village. It is the village. And also, you know, like the, the P-Car Talk guys were there today from Florida. Great guys. Delightful. Uh, un- yeah. Unbelievable guys. It's so great we to spent, meet them. It, it wasn't was. that I didn't expect that, but I really was overwhelmed by how warm and ingratiating they both were. And let me tell you, like, the thing that, that really stands out in my mind after talking to them today is like – 
I even put their sticker in this. Look at that. I already put it in this. That's in the awesome. Studio. That's really cool. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. And, and what's cool about that is, you know, same same with Drew in 9-11 Cooled. Like, we're all kind of in this same sandbox playing, but instead of wanting to differentiate ourselves from everyone else, everyone else just wants to build all of us up. It's mm-hmm. so great. It's like there's so there's We're in the there's perpetual motion machine. Of we China. are, and there's so much there's so much need and drive for the things that we do and the and and the the circle that we run in that everybody is just wanting to play together, and that's so nice because it's not this tribalist sort of school of thought that's like, oh well, if if I do your show, then that might turn people off of mine or vice versa. And no, it's everyone just wants to promote everyone else, and it's so great to see. Versus the old school talk show booking wars. Exactly. If you're going to go on Carson, then you can't do Arsenio. Oh, it's not that at all. It's, you know, hey, you guys, you know, you should come do PCAR talk and I would love to come on your show because it's such a this this is such a different thing that nobody else is doing. And I think people are 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 seeing that now. And it's it's really neat. It's great. (laughs) I know they like it because I hear about it all the time. And it's neat to be a part of that because people are finally recognizing that. This what you have built up here is really special, and oh, it's man. neat coming back here a year after the fact. You know, when we did our last Lifka Colt open house, and just seeing how far the show has come, how how much tighter it is and streamlined, and it's just, I, I it's it's just a really cool thing to be a part of. I don't know what to say, but thank, thank you. you. That's very kind, yeah. very kind, and I hope so. I hope we are making traction because we both want to do this for a long time. And this is not—I mean, we both have such grand ideas for where this can go. You know, absolutely. Like you, you do know. I do know. <laughs> I do. We talk about it every day, so it's great. Um, it's neat to start seeing. Um, yeah, I don't know. Things happen or things fall into place because mm-hmm. you know I'm not a planner so much. My life has never been that way. It doesn't work. See, out. and I always was. You've well kind of you've kind of taught me to not be and to just let the universe kind of. You know, there's been a lot of instances where maybe something hasn't worked out the way that we originally planned, but for whatever reason, it ends up working out better by just letting the universe figure it out. You know, you and, mean like and with guests sometimes, it, and bookings, yeah, and even your trips sometimes. Yeah, it's it's just weird. So it, I, I just feel like everything's moving in the direction it's supposed to be, and for whatever reason, these people are gravitating towards us that are like-minded, and you yeah. know, it's it's a really cool time to be involved with this. Also, yeah, I think the, agreed. I think the good vibes thing, it's, uh, it's infectious. It, infectious. It's infectious. It's hard to uh, not be around it mm-hmm. once you've uh, experienced it. Like people who are real and genuine and, and mm-hmm. want good for other people and it's not just me, me, me. Mm-hmm. We're not really living in that world right now, so it's kind of rare. It is. And it I is. think once people realize that it's not an act and it's not phony and it's not trying to get one over or whatever. And it's you a, can get shit done with that attitude, and I think you people can. are starting to see that. I mean, just like the stuff that goes on even – it's weird because it's I felt like the Breakfast Club is kind of like 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 a lot of business deals are are closed on a golf course. Uh, and I feel like that's kind of nice like analogy. your golf course is up there because it's creatives and you guys kind of all are like minded and and you get up there and you're just in this casual setting and you're around these cars and then you know, gears start to turn and it's like, hey, you should do this or you know, hey, you know There's I'm a lot doing of- collaborative conversation there is, and it's versus great, networking but it it's, doesn't feel so feels forced so- it's nice it's like it just kind of happens yeah. naturally up there because everyone's just sort of in their own you know space it's, yeah it's so cool to see that you know it's it's weird it is a little artist oh it is. And, and most it is. of the musicians and all the guys didn't even come today you know no. and all those guys mm-hmm. and, and uh, tommy and everything yeah it's Gosh, cool it's so funny. yeah it's neat so that was really cool to see all that but i'm just excited to see where all of this is going 
So, where do you think it's going? <sighs> Let's talk about that. I don't know. Really? I mean, the sky's the limit. Really? Well, what do you think? Look at what the guests we we've had do? in the last two months. It's amazing. Right? Look at the people that are on board and involved now. And we're getting who people thought? who are actually offering real sponsorships, and we're being like, "No, hang on, just wait," because we haven't figured out our structuring <laughs> yeah, yet. <laughs> we yeah, we need to get on. That. Yeah, or we're two months out on bookings now. Sorry, we can't get you in the week of Luft now. Right. You know, it's funny. Yeah, it's really. cool. It's a neat thing. And just it feels to see, good, doesn't it? it does feel good because it we didn't is, know we could do this. It is work, and and been putting the work in and now a year later we're starting to see these results mm. and it's pretty great that's a good point too it's like you put uh, whatever the well it's mm-hmm. gotta it's gotta fill up mm-hmm. it's wow. neat yeah it's neat to be a part of it so well what the heck are we going to talk to nicholas and ray about i don't know uh well i'm sure ray can tell us like what's going on with the uh, porsche classic dealings at Lyft and stuff he's had going on and is there anything specifically you want to touch on his about either Ray or Nicholas Hunziker I feel like I know everything about them already because we talk (laughs) all day every day that's all right that was a freebie here I'd like to ask you about the free wi-fi on Delta what do you think about that for Mrs. Ryan did you hear that from the news this morning no I didn't hear it no no no. Mrs. Ryan was doing a a news thing with Delta Go ahead. Delta is offering free Wi-Fi. They're testing out what people are using. Oh, really? And they're trying to make their service better. That's awesome. We need to make ours better because ours works maybe half the time. Well, so do your plans. By the way, I do not want to get sued by Southwest. That was a joke based on these uh, the Max 8 things. Well, it's, that's Boeing's bad. It's not Southwest. Exactly, you know? but I don't want it because no, I just made that good. sound and We're it was good. not fair. Not fair. You're so blackballed on Southwest now. <laughs> no, I don't want that. No, I want to fly on my buddy's buddy yeah. pass someday. Well, you know, Delta, they supposedly were the ones that had the cameras, I think, in yeah. their seat back pockets. And yeah, now they're taping it. those over. Everyone's got their own issue right now, so everyone's figuring it <laughs> yeah, out. Not that I'm putting the dirty end of the stick or anything. Yeah, <laughs> Certainly right. have we'll no vote. point to do that. But yeah, the airline thing's weird. It's um, but it's cool. You know. Is there anything else you want to cover before we bring in? Who are we bringing in next? Is it Nicholas? We're gonna do Nicholas next, right? Sure. Yeah, bring okay. in Nicholas. Um, anything you want to cover? Anything I skipped? No. This is all just kind of. If anyone of wants to fair, donate 356 parts, go right for it. There you go. Because I'm dying now. Contact I've me. Got, I've life. got just about everything I need for it. I'm actually. I'm so paranoid about new parts now because new parts are just not made the same way that I've actually gone on eBay and scoured for NOS oh, German main bearings and stuff. Yeah. Wow. So that's. I'm like going that whole way. So. I'm not good. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, see that one good. little bug line around? I did. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, well, then let's take a quick little break again, and uh, we'll be very brief about it. Let's and do it. Uh, switch some seats, get somebody else in here, Nicholas Hunziger. Yeah. That's cool. good. More to come after this. Nicholas Hunziger will be in that chair. Tori will be in that chair. This whole thing is an experiment, but we're, I'm enjoying it already. Here yeah. we go. It's like, it's like an old it. school, like a panel, like everybody moves down. Ed McMahon, get up. Yeah. Move Hey-oh! down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. More to come right after this.
and we're back. There you go. Oh, <laughs> what? All right, we got a full boat. All right, Nicholas Hunziker, how you doing? Hello, hello. I feel like um, <laughs> I feel like I didn't. You were you were kind of a. A phantom's not the right word, but you were just kind of this mysterious guy that everyone always knew about and heard about, and uh, and you had open houses and stuff, but you didn't really talk much. And then I feel like I got to know you, and now I feel like I see you all the time. You've come to Breakfast Club four times in a row, and right. we're working together on the show with different things, and our buddy over here. I couldn't be more excited about it, but I feel like you're my newest new friend. Would that be fair? Okay. Ah! Oh! <laughs> rejected! Right. No worries. <laughs> no, I... Um, no, I mean, I think it's been nice. Do you, know? you make friends easily? <laughs> no, I don't, which is... <laughs> I can't probably, imagine just, why. You've just, you know, that is probably why I don't. But is that because you're an artist or <clears throat> because you're successful? What is the reason No, I just that? don't have time, I guess. And you know what? I think being making friends or specifically um, maintaining friendships, I think that that is an... Uh, it's hard. Well, it's, it's, work. it's it's an art form in a way, you know. And I think it's it's a task that has to be learned. And perhaps I didn't have the best role models in terms, of, you know, like let's say, if, you know, you grow up and maybe your parents have a lot of friends, mm-hmm. like you socialized. Yeah. So you learn. Oh, I, I, you know, you're supposed to call them, and you know, you <laughs> go to their house, and they come to your, you know, that kind of stuff. God, you're killing me because I think you're right, and I don't know. How to and do so, that stuff and either. maybe, and you know, I was, you know, maybe more primarily concerned about filling my own time and so I mean you know I joked to him yesterday I you know I literally built the box for myself you I mean the studio like, you know, oh, you've yeah. been there right yeah. it's just a big box and there's cars in there and I paint all day so yeah. <laughs> it's like his happy place where he doesn't have to interact with right. people totally I mean here's right. yeah, no, you, exactly. you built yourself a box Man caves oh, look is. different if you're not a dude dude right. they tried to sell shit to it's yeah. great no I agree yeah. It's pretty wild. Well, what's going on with you? What projects are you working on? Can we talk about the car stuff at all? Sure, we can talk. The car Because I've been down to your place now. And this is kind of what I was talking about. I used to sort of not really know much about you. You were sort of mysterious. And now I feel like, oh, I've gotten to know you. And then there's all this stuff. I don't know what we're allowed to talk about. I right. I've got a million things going on at all times. Hence the busyness, I guess. Right, right. Uh, but visiting your shop recently and your studio more specifically, you had some very cool cars that you're building in there. And if possible, I'd love to talk about them. Yeah, I mean, those are the cars that I think Mike alluded to. Mm-hmm. So, um, Mike Brewer? Mike Brewer, sorry. Yes. All right. So, again, you introduced me to Mike Brewer. Like, this whole thing, it's been right. kind of I th- it's a It's a small world, It you know? is. It really is. Mm-hmm. And so, Mike and I, um, he's, I mean, obviously, you know, he's got a, uh, he's the Wheeler dealer, literally, right? Yep. But uh, no, he but doesn't. He doesn't just play one on TV. He actually is a Wheeler dealer. <laughs> yeah. So he's got his own car dealerships, right? Or uh, well, in the UK, yes, he does. He, um, it's quite big, actually. I think they have like three locations now. Employee, you know. Really. Hundreds of people. They sell yeah, thousands of cars. Motors, it's literally big, called yeah. Mike. Yeah. No, motors. I mean, and it's a, it's a good thing. I mean, it's got a good brand name, and um, you know, you do get a good used car. So I think what they're they don't really have CarMax like we have here in the UK or in the US so what they're kind of um, giving people is you kind of get a new car experience with a used car so you have like a, because most of the times used cars in Europe are kind of sold on I mean a, a dealer yeah. yeah or it's just like a little lot and the guy has like 10 cars or but something no warranty, yeah. nothing like no, that no 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 it's, it's more like you know here's this, what you want Here, here's yeah, what you're like getting the cash never see it again. yeah and the sawdust in the gearbox you know <laughs> right <kinda>. so. <laughs> And so Mike and Michelle, I think they really elevated this to kind of bring this to the next level where you go, no, 
you know, not, every, not everybody can afford a new car, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't get, wow, you know, like a new the car. Treatment. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So you, it's a proper That's dealership. So cool of yeah. Them. No, I Beautiful. think, Neat. and it, I think it aligns with his with his brand image and you know who he is. So anyway, so Mike and I, um, you know, as I said, he's a wheeler dealer in real life. So we're um, we're building up a '69 T, sports purposes, a little bit like the '68 T. Is that going to stay the same color that I saw? Sorry, forgive this. Our neighbors are moving, so forgive it. Oh, I don't wow. think the microphones will pick it up, but for the rest of us in here, it has gotten nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday was crazy. Um, um, so is that the, the red one? That yes, the okay. 69T. So will right now, um, Will it say red? Well, I don't know what you're I, doing I, think, I guess maybe that's Oh, uh, okay. Well, it's it's basically a, a quote-unquote restored 69T that we bought in texas we found it in texas okay and it's at the shop now i'm starting to take it apart um it's not a pretty car it's it's a nice car um and you know it, and it's going to be what you know kind of like the r group of ethos which was you kind of have this bible with the sports purposes manual right so less is more less is more take out some of the weight um just tried and true modifications right. um you know a little bit more power um, you know, you get the suspension right. Um, we got some partners on the car with Pirelli. They're giving us tires. Oh, great. You know, that kind of stuff. That's great. Um, is that because you guys are the ones doing it? Is that kind of the deal? Because Mike's really good at that. <laughs> yeah, I think. Um, yeah, and I think we both know some people who know some people. So that Fair usually enough. helps. <laughs> Do you know anyone at Scott Crankshaft? <laughs> Or AA, I guess, either way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but what about the other one, more specifically? The, the one other one, yes. Yeah, so That one really got Mike my attention because it's found so good. At the, lit, at the LA Lit Show, they have to swap meet on Sunday? The day after. Yeah. Day yeah, after the day Sunday, after, yeah. right. Phoenix Club. I Phoenix think. Club, yeah. Yep. So we walked down there, and I saw a Beck Spider. And I've had a Beck Spider in the past. Tori has one, too. Yeah, that's right. And I saw yep. one, and I walked by it, but then I just did a double take, and I thought I saw a um, torsion ball bar hole because the, the Beck's... That a real one would have. Yeah, correct. The Beck yeah, doesn't the have one. Don't. The fiberglass right. ones do not have right. that. And then the front didn't have the the fake air intakes on the Beck for the, for the brake duct. Right. Normally, they have like a louvered basically yeah. plate that's bolted on oh those are fake normally yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're not functional some people not will fiberglass in a cooler right. but Got not and then many also people go for that the route. below the headlight the the horns the, no and the, then the jack mounts no 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 but below the headlight mm -hmm. and then you have the air intake for the mm -hmm. brakes mm -hmm. on on which is also fake on a back <laughs> oh right and this one doesn't have them at all because they're not functional so anyway so i just walked by this car and i just did caught your take. eye because of those yeah and i walked over and I looked at it and I th saw aluminum work everywhere. I mean, aluminum tank, inside, firewall. And then I started looking at it and I realized it's structural aluminum. It's because most, I want to say 99% of aluminum that you see on, on these on, on non-real cars, it's usually people who, who are covering up fiberglass. Yeah, it's they a, basically just rivet sheet aluminum you know, it's to fiberglass. Really? It's really yeah, well it's done. It's just cosmetic. So, it's wow. nice, but mm -hmm. it's not it's actually... It's not purposed. It's no, just right. cosmetic? It's okay. certainly not it's structural because like, it's, like, it's still um, fiberglass. It's like aluminum sheeting on a house, right? It's mm. They're That's just doing it for the look. I, right. mm. And, and they, they do it for the look. And it looks nice, you know, and some people put like file marks in it so it looks like the real thing and all that stuff. But you're actually making the car heavier because you're just throwing you're adding weight. a second yeah, 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 yeah basically uh, yeah. yes so i saw this car and it was 
it was structurally, it was aircraft bonded aluminum and all that kind of stuff. I was like, wow, this looks really good. And I, the tank, I looked at it and it looked like a real spider tank. And so I got to talking with this guy and as it turns out, um, it is real aluminum work, all of it. Yeah. So, I mean, I've seen it. It's it's legit. Yeah, it's incredible. But yeah. I don't understand how I don't understand how that car comes to be. Somebody just built it. Well, it's not like uh, it's a known. The, uh, no, the long story is. Oh, All right. Not us. They'll let Ray you Shaver. know where they're going. <laughs> oh, it's Ray Shaver. He goes sorry. <laughs> so the long story is that um, there's a gentleman in Canada who has been making um, parts for real spiders. Um, a lot for restoration parts. So he would make the badges, you know, those little belt buckles. Oh, for the, the uh, straps. For this, yeah, to close the, the hoods the and stuff, right. yeah. Um, oil cooler intakes, just parts, you know. And he would have them made by various people. And he was kind of like the go-to guy to make all these aluminum parts. Hmm. And uh, over the years, I mean, I've known this guy for 20 years. I've never met him. But I always knew of him as a source for these, re- for these reproduction parts and okay. replacement parts. And there was always this rumor that he was building the ultimate aluminum car. For 20 years. No one had Some ever seen unicorn, a picture nobody of it. Knew. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. Almost like legendary status. Right. And yeah, so, like the canyon carver from the Mulholland. Kind exactly. yeah. And it's yeah, like, exactly. it exists, but, no, but, you know, but no one's seen it. No. Right. Yeah. Supposedly he's working on it. Mm. And then all of a sudden it dawned on me and he says, oh my God, you're so-and-so, you know, on the, on the forum. Oh, he I recognized know. you. Yeah, we both did. And it's like, <laughs> oh, we used to talk to each other 20 years ago. <laughs> And no, no one really believed that this car was real, right? Because it's like, uh, I'm sure he's. It's working my Canadian car. girlfriend. Oh, yeah, you don't know yeah, her. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. She's a yeah, model. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we saw the car, and then Mike came over, and he started looking at it, and then all of a sudden, it's like, wow, it had all this custom work. So wait, is this just this year after this? Yeah, show? This at the oh, I didn't realize. Yeah, it was literally so just new. a few yeah. months oh, ago. Wow. A few months. Ago. Okay. So I, I, you know, Mike just pulled up later, and I say, Mike, you have to come over and look at this car. <laughs> this is insane. Someone just went crazy. Because there's about, I don't know, maybe 100, 100 grand, 150 grand worth of aluminum. Metal I mean, you're just yeah. paying somebody by the hour to, you know. And really? it's not something like that, like, just anybody can do. I mean, that's no. a craft that, and you'll find out who was so, helping build as well. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah, so we, you know, I took him over and says, look, the shroud is, is handmade, one-off shroud. They sand cast pieces for, for the... Um, the stand for the yeah the uh, generator stand for the generator and stand the valve, valve covers, valve covers. And, oh, everything's crazy stuff yeah nothing you would ever do yourself to make one it doesn't car. make sense no it doesn't make yeah, any it's sense it's not whatsoever. cost effective no. it's no. too much yeah and um, you know Mike's looking at it and then we're just looking at each other each other and he goes like oh boy I think the wheels are turning <laughs> yeah. the wheels and deals are turning yeah. so Mike's like we have to get this car we have to get this car <laughs> so we're talking to the, the gentleman who's selling it and. I don't know if he really wanted to sell the car at the time because he brought it down with his trailer and he was picking up. He bought Billy Doyle's 4Cam. Um, the dyno. Dyno. Now, if you don't know who Billy Doyle is, Billy Doyle is a, another. Builder. Uh, he was the 4Cam guru. Oh, so okay. for the 4Cam engines, if you had the 4Cam, you would send it to Billy Doyle and he would restore He's it. He's the guy. He's the guy. He was Got the guy. It. And he passed away. Sadly, and you know he's been selling his tools, and the last bit was the, this engine dyno that this guy bought, and so he had the trailer here, and so we got the talking, and in the end we reached a deal where he got you know, um, where I had to paint this gentleman who was selling the car. He has found an Oscar suspended in a barn, 
It's an MT100. I don't know what that is. An, an Oscar is an Italian car. Okay. The, Oscar, um, the, you might know them from the Maserati brothers. They used to be Oscar. Oh, okay. Mm, yeah, Maserati became Oscar. <laughs> right. So um, uh, the deal was, part of the deal is I have to paint this gentleman's Oscar because it won, I think it came third in class at Pebble Beach last year because he's since restored this car, the Oscar that he found. So Okay. Um, so part of the deal is... Restored it and races it. Uh, no, it's not a race car. Oh, at, Pebble at the... At yeah, the, uh, yes. Gotcha. Uh, he did the Mille Emilia in it. Oh. In Italy, yeah, it's a so proper. Does race car. It. <laughs> well, Emilia is a bit like a, it's almost like a rally. More it's than more a of a rally. It's yeah. not a race. Yeah. yeah. And you're um, gonna paint it, paint it like fine art, paint it, not like you want yellow. No, 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 no. We're gonna. Oh, sorry, I, I have to do a painting of his Oscar, so so he would sell uh, uh, like a, fine, a commission. A yeah, fine yes, yes, yeah, sorry. Okay. Yes, yeah. I would have to. Uh, in the end, he's and because he, he's <laughs> building funny, a yeah, no. spray paint. No, no, no. So he's now building his house, and so for his new house, he's getting a painting of his car. Some of your work. Yes. Okay. Um, and um, yeah, so we got the car. And so it's saying so. It must be nice to have such a. Gee whiz, I hope so. Everyone's all right. Somebody <laughs> fell off a ladder, I think. It must be nice to have such a tradable uh, uh, skill set. Yeah. Uh, I guess, yes. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> no, I mean, I, there's a lot, if I could paint people paintings to hang in their house that were very valuable, I would have a lot more well, stuff it, here at ours. I mean, uh, yeah, you could even <laughs> tell them about the art car project because that's essentially what uh, right, That's right, on right. YouTube. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's so, a good segue there. Um, so we brought the car back to my shop. We looked at it, and you know, every time we looked at it, I mean, Tori came over. He's had these cars before, and he just yeah. couldn't believe oh, it. It's insane. And as it turns out, the gentleman who did the aluminum, who was contracted to do the aluminum work, works for Joe. Uh, I can, can I say that? Yeah, yeah. He works for Joe Cavalieri, who oh. happens to be the gentleman who restores the real 550 Spiders. So he's done. Oh my essentially, God. Yeah. I mean, the 550-001 that's in the museum, 002, 003, who Seinfeld. belongs to your... Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. and keep in mind, it, restoration is not just like, oh, beat the dents out of yeah. it. Like, no, no, oh, no, no. this part this I can't is... repair? I'll make a new one from yes. scratch. Because yeah. well, aluminum, you can't buff, right? Like, uh, it, I mean, ways to work with it, but it's not easy. It's not if, easy. If it's already oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the, the tricky part with aluminum, as I understand it, is that it gets brittle with age. Okay, yeah. And so even though you could hammer it back or bend it back, have it some, at some point, it's just going to break. Over time, cracking. Start cracking. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. and that's the problem that happens with aircraft too. It's the same right. thing because it's aluminum. It's just time it's out. Just it's just gets brittle. Oh. It just happens exactly. Time. Yeah, yeah. It just yeah. times mm. out. Yeah. Um, so now we found out that it's basically you know that they used real templates on from a 550 Spider to make tanks and <laughs> I mean structural work, all the insides. Yeah, it's so insane. When I said that, I, th- I said, I, well, first of all, I thought it was a real one. Yeah, this is funny thing. Is, it isn't. Thi- it isn't. It's not yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. You know no, what I mean? no, so no. You can really see into right, it. Right, right. Well, it's got stuff that no Beck has because it's got like the front deco bumper strip, you yeah. know, that the early spiders had. It's like, geez, like who puts this on a Beck? You know, it's. It's unreal the workmanship yeah. that went you into know, that. You know the uh, entire the firewall. Is, the scale is what I noticed too. It's <clears throat> yeah. not the replica scale that I know. Uh, Everything it just looks right tell. right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean right, right. And well I had Joey at my shop, and he looks at it, and he goes like, well, right. "This could be that's, real." You know, that's what we all did. That's what we all did. <laughs> yeah. So it isn't. It isn't. You know, it's not a three and a half million dollar car. Mm. But um, yeah, so Mike and I are um, going to put it back on the road. Are you keep it, or is this a wheel? Um, like I don't know. I mean, you know, it's it's you know, depend on how it Mike, comes out, I guess. Mike, yeah, and also, you know, it's uh, Mike is he's the wheeler dealer, so he's also the bank, you know. Yep, hundred um, percent. So we'll we'll see, but it's an exciting car just to 
to finish it, you know. Yeah. Because especially since we, I never even knew this car really existed, but it, it was real. I think it's really cool that you're doing it. That you're so. that you're doing. Oh. That you're the yeah. one. Doing. I do. I think it's very cool. And I love that you're making a mural. <laughs> it's a mural? For poster, uh, you're painting. Something oh, okay. On it. Yeah, no, little painting com- will come out of it it's too. It's yeah. just gonna cement the moment. Right. Yeah. Thing. No. Yes. So it's. I think it's gonna be a fun car when it's done for sure. Um, well, you brought up the art car. May as well talk about it since you had a ride in it today. Yeah, the car's yeah. amazing. That GT3 is going to be right. the Hunziker art car project. Can yes. you talk about that? Okay, so this started... Um, you know, initially I wanted to do it for my 10-year of painting professionally. Which is when? Uh, 2017-ish, okay. bouts. And so two years ago I started the idea. And at the time the idea was to build a you know to build my dream 911 all in trade for my artwork so i would trade two paintings for a donor car and then if i needed wheels i would get the wheels for a painting and if i needed tires i get the wheels you know you paint something you get the tires the transmission the bodywork and so and so and so yeah and so it starts adding up and obviously you know it came about for various reasons um you know some of them are i mean it's it's a bit strange sometimes to talk about it just because, for, you know, from my point of view, art always comes from a good place. Mm-hmm. But there was a little bit of spite involved. <laughs> just well, I because. Your honesty. Let's hear it. <laughs> just because over the years, my artwork has been stolen a lot. What do you not physically stolen? You no, people take your work like and copyright, like your shirt. Yes, did they make your shirt to the point where you know any t- you can go. I mean. There have been cell phone covers I've never made. Entire collections have been ripped off. We found. Wow. Well, I mean, just to save the manual shirts alone. I mean, every you know, to save the gotcha, gotcha. That's just, yours. Yeah. yeah. Well, we start. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Right. Um, and you know, there's mag. There's mag. We found magazines in Australia who used my artwork on the cover. Um, well, that's we, ballsy. Yeah, without you know, even asking. Without like, not call. even yeah, so much crazy. as well, a you know email you know, like. I know you're not complaining, but... Well, no, I'm just saying what it is. And there's cell phone covers coming out of Singapore. Singapore. You can buy fake posters on Amazon. Do you have you a can link buy that fake, Yeah, there's t- tons of... <laughs> there's, <laughs> you know, there's tons... Cheaper, right? There's fake T-shirts on eBay. There's fake posters, fake hoodies, fake jackets, you know, fake cell phone covers, everything, right? Mm. So, and I, un- I, I kind of understand the thinking behind it because you're kind of living in this internet world where everything's free. Instant you download free. a movie, what's yeah. the big deal? Right. So, but for some reason, it's so. It's, I think for most people would agree it's okay to find take something on the internet, put it on a shirt, big deal, right? So that's okay. However, nobody would say it's okay for you to go somewhere and steal someone's car, right? Nobody would say it's okay to steal a car. Agreed. So I thought, okay, I'm my equation's going to be artwork, artwork equals car. No one's going to steal that one. I mean, I'm not, this is well, not a challenge st- for people to go steal, come steal my car now. Steal my GT3. But if you paint your car, they're going to take that. <laughs> Maybe, but so in or my put it on a shirt and then sell shirts right. from Mexico. Nobody would really do that. So it, to my in my mind, it was you know I just wanted to to kind of. For myself, it's a statement of how far I've come. Because in the beginning, you know, you have an idea, you tell someone, and they go like, eh, you can't do that. Yeah. And especially not, yeah, and especially, you know, because, and so to my mind, I have a build in mind, and the donor happens to be a GT3. 
996. Yep. So my first trade was two paintings for 996 GT3. And, Good you know, deal. Yeah, know, right. Well, it's one of the it makes best me Porsches. wish I paid more attention one of the in best art driving class. Out there. <laughs> it know. is a good deal, but then you know, who is it a good deal for? Is it a good deal for the no, guy both. who? No, no, who I gets, meant both. You know, I, meant I mean, like, either way, right? I yeah, a good deal. that is a just mo- right. That is a win-win, yeah, win, my friend. Absolutely. Right. It's called so, synergy. Producer Tori. Right. Synergy. So since then, little by little, we've you know I've done one trade after the other. So we've done, you know, an entire gearbox rebuild. Which you know turned into like Tori's going through with the end. Yeah. You know it, it was turns into another thing. So yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really does add up quick. Because once you're in there, there's like six right. other things. Yeah, you've yeah, yeah, all yeah. been there. It's right. like, dude, you're so, in here. You might as well do you know, this. What started out as a ring and pinion swap turned into you know new bearings, new flywheel. Ugh. new... Now, that car has no IMS because it's a Metzger, right? Correct. Okay. So we don't so have to deal about that. A rear main seal though is right. Uh, yeah, but ma- it was just, just a regular main seal. I mean, okay. that's and just a robber. So and we're good. Oh, and you did it. Yeah, okay. we did it as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're good. Yeah. There we go. Uh, you know, we fixed the case. I mean, everything's been done, and now it's got a, it's got a basically a brand new gearbox. Um, well, and you, I mean, it's working well. It's working well. <laughs> we've, yes, we've seen the results. Right. Um, it has. Um, it's, I have a cup suspension for it if I want to. I have I box springs, H and R springs. I have, uh, you know, gyro disc rotors and brakes, Paget pads. Oh, wow. It's got about 400 horsepower. It's got a, you know, I mean, this is if you're geeking out on these things, you know, it's got F. Well, we do. I it's mean, got sure. F- FVD, you know, cross pipe, fap speed, cross pipe with catbacks. I mean, it's got about but your 400 car's horsepower. Not super loud. How did you not, do you do Not all yet. That? No, it still has, um, it still has a muffler on it. Okay, yeah, because it sounds great tonally and everything, but it's not. I it's think not right, obnoxious. it's right. not obnoxious. No, no, no drone. Yeah, you, nothing. No, no, it's no. a very comfortable car to drive in. It's right amazing. now, it's all, uh, it's all engine and gearbox. It's not an exhaust noise, you know, because in some cars, you it's just the exhaust, oh, right? Yeah, that's all you hear. Yeah, yeah, we know. <laughs> so right now it's it's kind of like an old school no you're listening to the engine and the gearbox that's Love what you're yeah. 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 but, exactly. but it's it's, it's going to get louder obviously because you know? <laughs> we have to breathe we have ah. to breathe. well so what's the goal with this car once it's done it's obviously going to be a signature uh yeah i for think you, but are you i don't know drive it race it Is no it's it not a race car, car no around? it's gonna it's gonna be driven you know it's not like white mouse i mean i think oh so we'll still be driving it to breakfast club and stuff. yeah sure it's just going to look okay. different by the time it's done you know because uh, it, it it involves a backdate as well, so I'm backdating it. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean? Well, I'm turning it from a 2004 996 GTR. I'm turning it into a 1999 GT3R. Oh, I see your point. So it's still going to be a 996. You're not going yes. nuts. No, 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 no. It's. I mean, okay. this is now. It'll we're like be a we're Gen like one 996 yes, different model. Got we're it. we're kind of splitting the the the, the loser fandom geek thingy you know we're splitting hairs now <laughs> it's like, but, uh, is this a car that didn't really exist it, it, it porsche never made a gt3r street car they made the gt3 gt3r was a race car and came out in 1999 mm-hmm. um at the time the it first ran in le mans in 99 as a narrow body car um little tidbit interesting fact though it is that um at the time the regulations were called GT3, which is why Porsche named their car GT3, and afterwards Le Mans changed the, reg- the regulations and they called the GT category. Oh my! So technically, had mm-hmm. they been right from the beginning, maybe we would have had a 911 GT and then a GTRS as right. opposed to a GT3 
Mm-hmm. And, Interesting. You know, who knows? So the right? three's inconsequential for the Porsches. Um, does it, it doesn't mean anything? Well, no, the, there's a category. GT means grand touring, right? Okay. And so at the time, you had Le Mans, you had GT1, GT2, and GT3 cars. Oh, okay. So in their minds, they they called this new category GT3, which is production-based racing cars. Okay. And then above that, you would have prototype-based racing cars, where there's only one or two. And production obviously means you have a it's based on a on a on a production car. Oh. And then you turn it into a race car. So for the fans, the argument is for the fans. You have a tighter connection to what you're looking at because it's the type of car you can buy in a showroom. Mm-hmm. Oh, but right. it's still gotcha. named after a series in the Yeah, right, so anyway. The, yeah, yeah so gotcha. GT3, right. Mm-hmm. So Porsche made the GT3, as we all know. And then later on, they came out with the GT3 RS. And the race car at the beginning was called the GT3 R. And that car didn't get a streetcar version. Right. Now, how, I always thought that was against the rules. Didn't you have to make a few of them or something? Or right, like different? the homologations. Well, though, the, right? that's what technically, the homologations are the regular GT3s. <clears throat> oh, I see. Oh, okay, I see. That just, makes sense. Right, gotcha. Yes. It's the same and, car. Yes, no and then Porsche just called it the R when they went racing. And then later on, they would have the RS and then the RS, RSR, just like they did in, in, in the, the 70s. Sure. Yes. Right. yes. That makes sense. Hmm. So, so now I'm turning a 2004 GT3 into a 1999 GT3 R. Pretty cool. Strauss, Strauss inversion. Strauss inversion, yeah. yes. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yes. <laughs> and what is it going to look like, or will that be a surprise? Uh, no, I mean, there's there's a whole little website around it that we have. Okay, um, that's I've seen the link on your yeah, Instagram. Yeah, it's uh, mm-hmm. com. There we go. And I, me- I mentioned the link. Last time I was here, I didn't give any... Uh, Websites, I know, Heather was links, like, uh, I know, way like, to promote yourself. I know, <laughs> you, like, you, you, you talk, see what I'm wearing? You, 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 spoke, you spoke for an hour. It would have been nice if you had mentioned the website. <laughs> I love her. Holy cow. So, how did I do? <laughs> um, but what's cool is it's like still a work in process. So, I mean, right, anyone that's interested in having a commissioned painting that has something that, that they could, they could train, to, right, the, train right. to him for his Strassen version, you know, And even project. if you don't have mm. the parts, like, you know, there's a gentleman who got a painting for his, um, for his villa at, at VIR, Virginia International Racetrack, oh. you know, of his car. And so what we did a deal is, you know, he bought the wheels. So he sends a check to BBS, and BBS sends me the rims. So it's Easy. not – you don't have to pain. have – There's exactly. no money changing. Right, you don't you have guys. to have rims, you know, right. on your shelf. Right. But there are people who do have parts, you know, like the front lights. There, I found new old stock GT3R lights, and that's a straight trade from the guy who had them to me, and he gets something else in return. So. That's so cool. And are you enjoying this process as it as it g- unfolds? Yeah, I mean, it's taken longer than I thought it would. Obviously, you know, it's just like any car restoration or well, hunting ago, down. To me, almost doesn't sound that bad, considering you, that's when you started it. When, how long has it? And what were you expecting? How about that? Um, I thought year? it'd be done in a year, yeah. yeah. But it's been longer. And, you know, I mean, just the gearbox alone, you know, from start, start from when can I bring it to the shop and drop it off to when I get my car back was six months so even that is you know sometimes mm-hmm. it's just you so know. you were without the gt3 for six months i didn't realize that. no not without uh maybe three months that's still a long ass time yeah mm-hmm. three months yeah because before that it was like you know you can drop here's the window or the window went away so in the meantime i don't take the car apart and do something else to it kind of right. a thing you know because still i use it that or well or just you know because i'm i'm tr- i thought i was going to be I don't know, managing time where you say, I'm going to take the car apart 
I'm going to take the body apart once. So it doesn't make sense for me to take the body off. And then, oh, I can't get the gearbox, you know, and then, yeah, so I have to put it back together, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. So so you're making it a runner exactly how you want first, and then you're going to go... Uh, yeah, I mean, mechanically, we're pretty much done. So now it's going to be body and interior. Is yeah, next. you've done it all. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing left to do. So, um, well, is so there... that's the art car. And the reason I called it an art car is, I mean, it is somewhat misleading because you are, you know, people do know the BMW art cars. And you're not going to be painting not on necessarily. An art car. No, I think my the end. My goal is that I want to build a car that's kind of like a missing link. So it's Another a car. Unicorn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's a car that Porsche didn't build, but they could have built, and they finished the car, and the suits got to drive it, and they just thought, no, we're not selling this. <laughs> no way. We no. Give this to people. No. It's too much. And then afterwards, you would get the. The next generation GT3 RS, you know, but right. So and and your car, uh, no traction control, right? No traction control, no stability. No, stability, no. There's so the last really Widowmaker. Like it is the last car. Widowmaker. Yes, the last 04. Yes. Wow. Great. And staying naturally aspirated, right? Because that's what those. Oh, cars for sure. Are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's 400 horsepower. That's enough. That's what you have now. What was mm. that car more stock? Um, actually, it it was pretty healthy at 385. Oh, so that's not that much more. Uh, yeah. No, that's it a doesn't. Lot, I mean, our yeah, car's I mean, 355, and I wish it had yeah. less so I could drill it. Right, the power yeah. band is so much more usable now, though, since you got the close-ratio gears and the, the box. The clo gears. Yeah, it's oh, close-ratio gearbox, and, mm. and, you know, we breathed on it a little bit, so it goes, it spins up. And, you know, you have a single-mass flywheel, so it spins up quicker. Um, We're doing that next time around. Right, there yeah. you go, you know, so yeah. it's just little things. While you're in there, you should. <laughs> well, we, sh we should have done it last time, and we didn't. Oh, yeah, I see what you're doing. <laughs> We, uh, whatever. We did a clutch. You know, that not, should be a t-shirt yeah. while you're in there. While you're in there? Get yeah. on it, buddy. <laughs> you're not too gimmicky with your stuff. No, no, we're not. Um, well, this sounds like a terrible idea, but uh, or a terrible thing, but where do you get your, <laughs> this sounds like Norm McDonald's podcast, where do your ideas come from? <laughs> where, do, where does your inspiration come from? Obviously, if you're getting commissioned to paint a car or something like right, that. Right, those briefs are, are given, mm -hmm. yeah. But what about when you do uh, your, your, your merch lines or, or, or when you do something for yourself? Or, I mean, how does that – what do you tie into? To, to You know, I, I don't really know, to be honest, because it's not like we're successful all the time because right. there's a lot of things that I've done or that we have done that are just, you know, lead balloons. And then there's things where I thought, yeah, I don't know if this is and then such a good idea. You know, or it's like tax shirt. You know, I never really – Thought, yeah, no, thought this is a great idea. Tack. Yeah, you know, that's one of my exactly. favorite things. I know, and you think like it's so obscure, and it's just a tack. It doesn't even say anything. But you people know? eat it. Up. People recognize the tack, yeah. and then the people who get that it's clocked really right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, but exactly. then I also, there's a lot of people who you know you, who they just like it because oh uh, you know this embodies my spirit because I live life to the max you know because you're close to the red line the red, yeah. yeah and all that kind of stuff and I never really thought about that I Living just thought it's almost got like dual meaning why you got it yeah, yeah it's very exactly. strange because to me it was just like Don't no 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 back. we just turned attack in a yeah. car so, so, so you can see you're right <laughs> so <laughs> well, well the red line's 12 o'clock yeah, right yeah, all yeah. the needles go up so um, and then there's a, you know, or like the save the manual. I never really thought that was such a great idea. It was just kind yeah, of struck whole, us. There's a whole website. Well, yeah, right yeah. So, um, <laughs> but you know, um, that's not you, right? And then no, right. And then there's um, and there's other shirts that I thought, or other paintings, or even or projects where I thought, oh, this is going to be really cool, and it's just nobody cares, you know. Really? And it's just something that you never know what they're going to. No, there's gonna no rhyme or reason, really. It's kind of hit and miss. What is that? Just spaghetti? You just 
throw it out there and um yeah i mean yeah it's just it's not the most scientific way of doing it obviously you know (laughs) yeah but i think um, i don't know it's almost like you're right you built yourself a box and sort of like whatever comes out of it comes out of it right you know what i mean like you're happy doing the work and obviously it'd be great if everything was a success but Mm -hmm. wow that's a vacuum i guess (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what to tell you (laughs) sorry guys um all right well what's coming up for you what's happening like you know because I know you've got tons of projects in the works. Yeah. You're always doing open houses. And- uh, yeah, I mean, um, what's happening? Obviously, you know, I'm still I'm painting a lot. Um, I, I think I still have about, I don't know, 25, 30 paintings. In the queue? Uh, like yeah, in the queue right now. Wow. I mean, okay. it's the same so time. Busy. It's the same as I was here last time. And in yeah. the meantime, I finished five and five more came along. You know, so, so, yeah, so, yeah. You, you don't make any progress. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, actually, someone told me the other day, if you catch up, you go bankrupt. Is that right? Well, because that you catch sense, up, right? Because then you don't have anything. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Exactly. you got to have a backlog. Yeah, right. Always sense. got something in the queue. Makes that makes sense. sense. Yeah, that's cool. Gosh. All right. Well, um, Always in demand. I would suggest we take a quick break. Let us do that. <laughs> Let the vacuum go. Uh, and then get uh, Ray Schaefer in here and just keep the whole thing moving. Cool. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed talking to us again. You're so hard to read sometimes. No, I mean, you know. Bit. Um, I'm his ride, so. <laughs> oh, so you got looped in. Well, that's what it was. Heather said, "Yeah, he'll do it." Yeah, because you <laughs> she know. never checked with you. <laughs> <laughs> How else is Tori going to come get to the studio? Right, he doesn't hear without a car. <laughs> that's awesome. It all worked out. All right. Well, I love that you come to Breakfast Club because I really enjoy driving with you. No, it's so. fun. You're a good driver. You're <laughs> safe and fast, which is good. The, uh, what does the uh, Highway Patrol call us? Uh, fast and friendly. Yeah. Fast, and, fast friendly. and friendly because we wave at everybody. Okay. <laughs> That's awesome. That's, you know. That's the way to be. That's cool. But no, thank you good that. on you. Thank you for that. Thank uh, you. Thanks for coming over. And Cheers. I'm so excited. Thank you, by the way. Oh, I wanted to say that. Thank you so much for all of the, oh, thank, you know, the thank wardrobe you. that you've provided us. And I mean, I put you up there as like official wardrobe provider. For oh, thank you. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're, so stuff. we're uh, you know, thank you for wearing it. I mean, that's that's a as good a compliment as any, right? You don't have all to right. say anything. Well, that's good. I'm doubling up even today. All right. Um, all right. We'll see you guys in a few <laughs> minutes. And Ray Schaefer will be in here more after this. See you in a few.
that. The sanding has stopped. We have had a conversation <laughs> with what's going on next door, and we are back, everybody. Welcome back. Mr. Ray Schaefer sitting here. Well, How are you, Ray Schaefer? Awesome. Yeah. Oh, it's such a delight so, to see you. Thrilling to be here. I mean, it's, I can't believe it's a year ago, and so much has changed in here. And back with this guy. Mm-hmm. And I get know. to follow up Nicholas. You know, it's so cool because uh, where I work every day, I get to walk past a huge piece of beautiful artwork that he did. For the uh, you do it's in he has in the Atlanta yeah Yeah. massive it's in the foyer of like Porsche headquarters yeah good job Nicholas Uh, is that the one that's uh it's a series of of several three or four panel yeah Yeah. it took him like a month to do that he told me as in only a month only a month that surprises me that's that sounds like not that much for the amount of massive just the physical Mm -hmm. painting of it I would Mm -hmm. think would take a long time yeah. That's pretty cool. It's so good to see you. It's great to see you again. I I feel like you said when we first got together a little bit ago that uh, with the videos and the back and forth we've been doing that we've uh, we we haven't been apart for long, even though it's been a year. It's Mm -hmm. sort of like delayed conversation. You give us our part or your part, and we do give you our part. You know, later tonight, and then you send another. It's it's. Well, then I get to watch the show and I get to see the reaction because I didn't realize you didn't watch the videos until you actually aired them. <laughs> That's what we do now. Yeah, we didn't start that way, but we found out that that is better and it's more real for, I think, everybody. It's more enjoyable to kind of it was experience fun. it together. It was fun, yeah, especially on that, that one where we had our mutual friend. <laughs> oh, Surprise. I mean, can we just open up with Mr. Ramsey Potts because we would be remiss and I think he might also if we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Ramsey! That's that right. was Mr. Ramsey Potts. One of the funniest moments I think I've ever seen in my life. It was so great. Your face is so classic. <laughs> that was. It really was the be- classic. Very nice. Thank yes. you. Nice. Yeah. Um, you go way back with Ramsey Potts, but you work together all the time. Yeah. Now. Oh, it's it's crazy. In fact, I've got another video for you. Um, speaking of working together, you take a look at that at some point. Yeah. But um, we have one loaded in today, and we can play that at any time. We could do that. that. Yeah, want. and it could be it could be appropriate now because there, someone had posted a picture of Ramsey in black and white. Of course, he has his vest on and his hat and everything. And my response was, uh, the, the most colorful guy you'll know, even in black and white. Uh, <laughs> so. Oh, that's so wonderful. True. That's, that's awesome. very fitting. That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, it's all right, well, in that case, I'm going to uh, take us all backstage. Even though you're sitting here front stage, we're going to take us all backstage in a video from Mr. Ray Schaefer. Let's do it. Roll it out. Hello, Jay and Nicole from Road Atlanta. Just finished up the test day here for the Walter Mitty HSR races in this 924 Carrera GTS club sport behind me. What a great opportunity. Really thank Martin for that. Uh, just such a cool car. Two liter, 280 horsepower, turbocharged four-cylinder, 930 brakes five-speed gearbox, wonderful car around the twisting hills here in Road Atlanta. So looking forward to the Enduro on Sunday. Let's take a walk around and show you some close-ups of the car. Backstage pass, if you will.
one of the things you need to do when you're racing a racetrack is to go spotting the corners, watch the other cars go through. So while we're here at Road Atlanta this weekend, I'm doing just that. But you remember that old Visa or MasterCard commercial? I can't remember which one. But basically it said, Visa card, it's everywhere you want to be. Or MasterCard, it's everywhere you want to be. Well, apparently this guy is everywhere I want to be because look who I ran into, Jay and Nicole. Hey! How are you, Jay and Nicole? Hello, Mrs. Brian. I'm so proud of you kids, but I'm having a good time with my pal Ray here at Road Atlanta. We're having some fabulous southeastern weather, and we're getting to watch some really cool historic racing. So just like in Barber, you can see the guy has no enthusiasm whatsoever. But seriously, we did not come here together. I found him here. Yeah. So, just can't help it. Everywhere he is, apparently I am too. He's just that cool. It's Ramsey Potts. Everywhere you want to be, he is. See you guys. Love you. Have a great show. Disappoint, my friend. Ramsey, it's Ramsey. <laughs> I love him. Electricity in a human body, yes. Yeah, I would agree. Fantastic, yeah, fantastic. I'm so twenty Teslas with that guy's. Yeah, that's right. Character. Tycons. Yes, yes. Mission <laughs> Slash Tycon. Slash. Yeah. Good grief. No Teslas. Uh, I would like to talk about One Road Atlanta. It's one of my favorite tracks I've never been to. Yeah, amazing track. I uh, I race it all the time on the Forza. I don't know if you do any of that virtual racing since you're on the real tracks well, all we the have, time. Well, we have the simulator lab at the PEC, and I, I will admit to uh, citing the track <laughs> with some after-work activity really? on the simulator. Yeah. That's cool. Oh, Absolutely. when I, when we come visit. They I have one I in L.A. too. I doing that if you don't yeah. mind. Yep. Yeah, yep. for sure. Um, uh, do, do, if, so is that – it's not a video game. It's an actual no, it, it, uh, well, PC have, simulator, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a set of course of software is, is what they use. But oh, it's, I like uh, that one. So it has the uh, engineering information about the car in there. So if you're doing, if you're doing a, a 962 at Road Atlanta, it feels like, like, a, 962. like a 962 compared to an RSR. Wow. Yeah. And it's That's the cool. full rig with the seat and the steering wheel and all yeah, that stuff? Yeah, it just doesn't have motion. It's, right. It's okay. surround video, surround sound. And, uh, wow, that's very cool. It, that must be a nice, um, I don't know, not a perk, but just a nice little... Oh, a way to blow off steam after work, too. I'm trying to think. I would do know? that all the time solely yeah, for meditation. Cool. Yeah, I, I mean, that's, I'll do a t couple laps just to done, get out of a bad mood You're done sometimes. with lunch yeah. early, like, oh, I'll go hit the sim lap. Well, it had, yeah, been, it had been about uh, 20 years since I had driven Road Atlanta prior to this. And so uh, the, uh, the track still had the dip in it back then. Mm -hmm. And so this was a good mm. way to get on there and figure it out a little bit ahead of time. Where was the dip? It was where turn 10A and 10B is, right before the bridge. It was really... Uh, oh, uh, yeah, rather what insane. you just showed, actually. Yeah, that's that. right, the video that was up there. Uh, that, that little section of the track used to be full speed down the back straightaway, which was just an incredible top speed. It's almost Le Mans style, And then you would right? go down into a little valley and then up, and you'd aim towards... You'd aim for the uh, basically the foot of the bridge, and then the, uh, the way the corner was shaped, you would just kind it's of like slide around down it and off, down yeah. the hill. Yeah. Wow. Still an amazing corner without the, uh, without the dips. Going down the hill is a blind apex down the hill, and you have to commit to it before you can see where you're going. So it's it's a and then and it's a high speed right yeah. into the finish start finish yeah, line. It's right in the start, and there's uh, basically the concrete canyons right there too. Right. Yeah. So it's Gosh. it's an interesting track for sure. But uh, that car. Can we talk about yeah, that, that car? car that, that car sounded amazing. amazing. It is. It's a two liter four cylinder. is a is a true Porsche classic. 
Is it 924 G- 924 Carrera GTS. Carrera GTS. And this one's a club sport. So they made 59 homologation cars of the 924 Carrera That's what we were just talking Carrera about GTS. before, right? Mm-hmm. And they made 15 of them as club sports, which were higher horsepower, um, lighter weight. So you're looking at about 280 horsepower again out of a two-liter four-cylinder. This is in 1981. Yeah. So if you think about that's that, that's crazy <laughs> horsepower. Right. Massive from that small exactly. Right. Considering what the 928 of that time put out, and so, this was half as many cylinders, that's, that's right. pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. And the car is considered uh, the the stated zero to sixty time was like 5.3 seconds. Wow. Top speed was I think in the one one sixty. 165 range. Wow. So, For that little displacement, yeah. that is amazing. Yeah, yeah lighter weight car. And, of course, the club sports have the aluminum roll cage. They have the fiberglass uh, door inserts. They have the 935 lollipop seats, the turbo boost knob. There are a few of these things on this particular car were a little special because this car was originally Bruce Levin's car. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he was the original owner of that car, Bruce Levin from Bayside Disposal. Uh, Sebring 12-hour wins uh, that he had with guys like Bob Wallach and Bobby Rahal, and so big big names in the yeah, in the motorsport world for sure. So it was a real honor to uh, to get to drive the car that was once his. That is really That's cool. Um, uh, a couple things I noticed. I used to be a 944 guy. You know that. A uh, couple things I noticed, like the the windows with the sliders. Yeah. Is that yeah. was that all on all of them? These club sports. Oh, it or? was on the uh, Carrera GTSs, and yeah, it was the most inconvenient thing because you're sitting there all strapped into the car, and you just you can see the rearview mirror there, which is not manual. You can't you get just, to it. You just want to <laughs> knock it out just a little bit, and you can't reach it because the sliding part's back here where yep. your hand goes out. So there's no there's no adjusting the mirror. Well, we you yeah that's we have something in common <laughs> with right. DeLorean. Yeah, I was just going to say it's got to be like a DeLorean. Yeah. And it was I mean yeah. just that little trapezoid. No drive-throughs for you. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, that's so funny. Yeah, uh, but well, the that car was... looks a lot like it because the styling of it, the front fender flares, the back, that was all carried over into the production 944 mm. eventually. Right. Yeah, the and box flares on the 924 look pretty cool look because really you don't cool. see them. Yeah. You know, I kind of like the bolted on look too right. versus, yeah. versus right. actually. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Well, you do not disappoint with your videos, Ray Schaefer. Can we talk about your improvement? This is something you had never done before <laughs> until maybe a couple months ago and you started yeah. doing these for us. Yeah, it's been so fun. Grateful. So grateful. So grateful. It's absolutely my pleasure. I appreciate the opportunity to do because there's so many wonderful classic cars that were around uh, at the Experience Center all the time and then out the events as i mentioned uh, when we were talking earlier this is the first weekend in six weeks i haven't been at a racetrack when i'm we work five days a week then you go the weekend and you're all the great tracks that are around atlanta have these great opportunities in the springtime so yeah it's just be great to be around all the cars and the people and and it seemed like a shame not to do anything with it so it's been fun to uh, dig in a little bit and get better at it so thank you for that we've enjoyed it we've enjoyed it for all the same reasons that uh, you know the Kaz guy you know they're all going out and doing all this social stuff that we don't really have that life anymore and <laughs> and we don't really want it to be honest with you but uh, it's a nice reminder seeing everybody else out there going oh there's a whole real world out there that's really really big I'll be <laughs> yeah. in my box we're talking to cameras well you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah, yeah totally. we're in this little box yeah. we really are yeah. oh, not complaining but it no, is what no, it is it's a super awesome way to share what you do with the community like people say that to us at breakfast club all the time like that yeah. can't be there that like are working in whatever oh, absolutely. they're like I, we just look at your Instagram yeah. and so like for people to be able to tune into the show and see what's going on in Atlanta, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. Well, and flip side, I love tuning into to the show and seeing what's going on out here and all the, the folks in the community out here. It's uh, great. Jeff, you know, the show you had with Jeff Swart was so much fun, and I can't wait to see that movie. That oh, he's working here. Right? Oh, yeah, uh, racing, racing in yeah, the Rain. Art of Racing in the Rain. It's going to be good. Um, did you read the book, Tor? I, I know you. I know. I know. But did you yeah. read it? Oh yeah, I read yeah, it. It's yeah. so good. It's amazing. I was gonna say you bought it and read it in like one night almost. Yeah, 
one day. One day, it was and right. And shipped it off to you guys. Yeah. Thanks. I've cried good. nonstop since. She's almost <laughs> where are done you, with it. Where are you I'm, at with it? I'm next. I've, I've, I'm halfway through it. Okay. And I just Because I keep crying every yeah. chapter. Oh, like, I, it and then she'll, but then she'll <laughs> stop because it's like, oh, I'm emotional. I don't yeah. want to be emotional. Oh, yeah. it's so sad. But it's, it redeems itself in the end. So okay. Just know there's a lot. It's a great life story. I can't wait for it to hear what you think about it because it's so good. Well, I'm a dog person too, so the fact that it's like told through the eyes of a dog and mm. it's really cool. And of course, you Jeff, got two dogs. I do. I have two dachshunds, little German dogs, of course. And then, um, <laughs> but the the fact, like, you can see how Jeff would be attracted to this project because oh, he's, he's such an animal lover. Yeah, anyway. exactly. Yeah, so it's and the perfect, bit. perfect yeah. gig for him. So, yeah. well, back to what you were just saying a moment ago before we did get onto Jeff's war. Do you remember asking the question a year ago when you were here? Where do you think this is going to be? And I said, Well, I think I'd like to do. I'd like it to. Be be like the Tonight Show for our people. Totally is. I, there we go. It totally happened. Totally it took place to all of this village working in the same direction here. We totally are doing that sort of thing, and we're tickled pink about it. Yeah, you're to, gonna, to be out here on the coast and people yeah. fly in and come do our show. I mean, it's so cool. No, it's a little it's, fantasy world. Absolutely, it's a great community, and that's what it's what you're really doing is you're having a spot where everybody's kind of being able to stay in touch and pull together that way. And it's yeah, and you're one year in. A little yeah. over, a little over one. Just year. over, yeah, yeah, just over. I mean, I feel like uh, about uh, maybe two weeks we've known what we were doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And next two weeks, I'll feel like two weeks ago we didn't know what we were doing. It's amazing. The growth, you know. Yep. We're um, learning all of this just like you with your video over there, but there's a lot of stuff you don't have to learn because you're an expert on already. Can we talk about Porsche and everything that's going on with Porsche over well, there in very, Atlanta? Thank you. I appreciate that opportunity. It's been, it's been a busy year for us as well. I mean, last year with the 70th anniversary. Big deal. Wow. Yeah, I mean, plus Rensport on top of that. And yeah. Last yeah. year was crazy. Yeah, that's right. Because we have the normal events. I mean, obviously, you know, we come out here for Luft and, and uh, Monterey Car Week and then Rensport, like you said, on top of that. And then there was that little thing that, that Ramsey and I worked on uh, called the 70th anniversary auction. And the R- the RM RM Sotheby's. Sotheby's. That was amazing. So many classic folks together for that. I'm just... Well, even fun. how you uh, how you guys all put that together in the in the uh, I don't know what you call that a rotunda. What do you call that area in the courtyard? Courtyard, yeah, okay, yeah. Courtyard. Just the it, yeah. the physicality of it all looked so attractive. Yeah, it was. The weather tried real hard to uh, make it not attractive, but uh, oh, it's still, that, you, you guys still pulled it off. But you made yeah, it, okay? You pulled it off. Yeah, and it you went amazing. to that one too, didn't you? I did. I was down there for that. Mm-hmm. How was it? It was a blast. <laughs> so much fun. Yeah. I mean, you get to hang with Ray and Ramsey and Jim Goodlett and all these guys. It's just, it's like your second family. Here's somebody I have not met yet. Oh, uh, we've got to get Jim on I here. feel like I know I him hope through so. the yeah. posts and so. through your what videos. What an amazing guy. He's such Another a nice warm, guy. Another warm body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really lives the um, authentic. Really into the uh, the rally history and the off-road driving. Uh, maybe a little bit too much. That safari <laughs> car that he drives with bare feet and then goes and gets breakfast. It's yeah. the best. Uh, it's the best. Yeah, yeah great. it's neat. My um, karting partner. Yeah, and you guys are both heck of a wheel wheel people. Like, man, I mean, we can watching di- these we guys We can diverge from Porsche for a second and talk karting because that's on here too. I mean, karting, you're one of the biggest karters I know. And oh, wow. another thing I need to do when we come visit is for that sure. kart oh. track that's at the Speedway. The topography changes, all of the technical turns. It yeah. looks like heaven for it somebody is a, like me. It is a mini Mossport, is what I call it, because it, it it's just like Mossport. It has all these fast off camber, downhill, uphill turns, transitions, and, and stuff. And that's what Mossport is. Yeah, it's it's really a, a commit to the corner, and you just hold on and and hope that you stick onto the track part because it's just. Uh, it's a blast. Yeah, you know, you did it. Can it's anyone do that? Is that mm-hmm. like yeah. Yeah. yeah? You guys did it with was it Jim Goodlett and Jeff Sport? <laughs> 
Yeah, we Is were all right? there one yeah. day. Yeah, I think Not I've bad. raced there three different times now. And um, every time, it's just amazing. Blows me away. But was that the place that when you, because I hadn't seen it at the time, when you were on, you mentioned a time when you guys all went with Jeff yeah, Ward. Yeah. Uh, is that the place you went that uh, you, he wasn't sure and he said, well, I'm going anyway? Oh, yeah, Jeff, mm-hmm. right. That, that was great. We had uh, we had breakfast that morning. Uh, he came in for the weekend to do the uh, the Haggerty event at right. the PEC with us and had the discussion about rally cars and the classic cars and all the great stuff we talk about. And we were at breakfast with, uh, with Doug from Haggerty, and, and we were talking about, uh, so what are you doing after? What are you doing after the panels? Ever Jeff was kind of like, "What are you going to do at um, you know we're done about noon or so, about one o'clock." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, that's what because I'm you've doing. already planted a seed previously, right?" Right, right. right. I said we got to get up there. We got to get up there. And so, um, so he he let it be known at that point in time. After I said, "Well, I was hoping we might be able to go up there afterwards and go do this, mm-hmm. have some fun." And he was like, "Well, frankly, that's why I got the rental car because I didn't know what you were doing. And just in case you weren't taking <laughs> wow. me, I was, I was going to go anyway." Wow, <laughs> that's how much of a racer that guy is. Yeah, Had awesome. he seen it, or oh, was that, that just guy. from your description? Just from the description. Bravo. Yeah. Bravo. Yeah. What a bunch of like-minded people we surround ourselves with. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. That's cool. wild. And then just the ride up there and back, the stories yeah. he was telling us were just unreal. Oh, you, know, you got to talk to him for a while. Delightful. Yeah. That was the longest show we've ever done because I wasn't going to stop. I, I said, I didn't, it took us a year to get him here. Not because he didn't want to do it. He wanted to do it yeah. from the first day, but he's, he's just so busy. Kind of a busy guy. Busy. Mm-hmm. He's so busy. Yeah. And in every yeah. different area, his own career, all of the help he does for the rest of us in the Porsche community. Right. He <laughs> donates so much time yeah. to this whole thing. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, it was like a two-hour episode or whatever. I was like, well, I'm not going to stop. I'm just going to go. Just Let him go. Yeah. Let him um, talk. Yeah. Porsche, though. Porsche. Uh, 70th anniversary is great. A lot of interesting cars have been coming out of Porsche. A lot of limited cars. Is there anything you can talk about there? Well, you know, it's interesting. We were, uh, I was listening to you talk with Nicholas about uh, his project with the, um, with the GT3. Mm. And the 996 generation is the newest 911 model that fits the definition of a, what we consider a Porsche classic, classic vehicle. Classic, yeah. So that is 10 years out of series production since the last model was made. And so the, um, the 997, your car, for example, I believe is 2023 because I think in 2012 and a both. half, yeah, we sort of had the 997 there. So it'll be. That's it'll, a bummer for us because ours is like over. It's already 15 years old because it was an 04 build. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Gotta wait. Right. That's but okay. That, it's okay because it's be, right now the all the parts supply for that car is being handled by the production people that built the car in the first place. So that the responsibility of that will then get handed over to our department for the classic department after that period, and then that will be indefinitely. Mm. Just like they're still making parts for the 356, you know, the mm-hmm. brake drums, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that are, are made now. It's so wild know. to me. It's yeah. so great. I mean, I think it's great. I don't know what everyone else thinks. I think it's really neat. I think yeah. it's cool. Well, you know, we, we do the math on it, and right now there's roughly, there's over 200,000 classic Porsches in the United States alone that are registered uh, for road use. Now, if you, fig- if you figure the cars that are in collections that still run and are used, but they're not actually registered for the road, the number's probably higher. So that 70% that is put out in the advertising is probably every- low. Every year they go back and they, they check the math worldwide to make sure. Oh, uh, uh, the amount of cars that are still yeah. on the Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. the over 70% of all Porsches ever built are still registered rows today, and we make sure it stays that way. It's that, only going to grow, right? Cause the, yeah. As you, okay. I feel like it does every year because, I mean, look at all the cars that are being pulled out of barns and garages has, and everything yeah. else. You know, that far outweighs the number of cars that are getting wrecked or rolled down Angeles Crest. Just the know? interest these days. There's so yeah. much interest from the young people, which I, I love. You must love as well. You can see it everywhere. We go to so many different events that you really do see the, you see it all. The enthusiasm, yeah, the, the love. the group, the age groups, 
uh, no matter what part of the country you go to. And I've been to events in, in Europe as well, and you see the same thing over there. So, I mean, it's, it's not going anywhere. And then Ramsey, going back to him for a minute, <laughs> you know, he'll be the first to tell you all the events that he goes to, and he goes to a lot of events. Uh, he makes it a point. There's a lot of young people. He'll point them out. And it's because it's not, it is not a dime hobby. It's, no, it's just, there's different ways. And look at what we're doing tomorrow. You know, that didn't exist. Right. Five years, well, I mean, the, six years ago. Yeah. You know, the, the attendance numbers from last year's Ren Sport. I mean, that's, oh, that's, that's, the, that's all the, the proof the you need to know. they've ever had at Lagunas yeah, exactly. or uh, Mazda, whatever it's called yeah. now. Mazda, Mazda Lagoon, Infineon, yeah, whatever. Mazda Race. WeatherTech, yeah. it's now WeatherTech. WeatherTech, oh, yeah, that's, that's right. right. It is WeatherTech. Yes, that's right. We're moving on. Yeah, I wonder what it'll be next year. But um, yeah, it'll it's, always be Laguna Seca. It'll what, always be Sears Point. I right, can't, I can't right, get right. over my childhood. Well, and what struck me too is how many young kids were there. Yeah. You know, it's it's not a bunch of old guys in polo shirts and you know loafers. I mean, it's it's a different crowd now. Did you see? By the way, there's a video, and I wish probably should have pulled up. But there's one that Porsche did uh, that is done I mean, through the child's. Little. There's a video that's done through the 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 child's voice. Of going to Ren Sport and seeing oh, all. Oh, I haven't seen that. Oh, that's that. neat. That sounds cool. Cool. It's a tearjerker. Yeah, the California Dreaming one was good too. Yeah. The, the a very Porsche, reminiscent uh, of your videos, actually. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> it was just cool. It was like the same vibe. It's like yeah, that's when what art imitates I, life. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I was gonna say I don't know. I don't neat. know who's pushing who and who's uh, you know. Whatever. But it's neat to see that you know you guys are on the same page with stuff. Yeah, that's cool. It feels good. It feels good. When but, we first started doing this, I mean, we were really weirdos. You remember, it was even on our thing, like, oh, you're weirdos, too. Like you know what if I mean? And now too, it's kind of like yeah. I, once a weirdo steps out of the closet, mm-hmm. then the other weirdos right. see it's okay. Right. And then all of a sudden everyone's just out there being creative together. Right. One of the things I love, and I was going to say before, because the young people, I love seeing the creativity that people are putting into these cars, these mm-hmm. old vintage cars specifically. Yeah. But even the new ones, whether it's just stickers or whether mm-hmm. it's mods or whatever it happens yeah. to be, yeah. um, they're making them art just like you did with your car there. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're making them personal. Yep. And I think they're, they're, it's almost mm-hmm. like um, you know how you dress, whatever your, your choices are, whether it's sneakers or dress shoes or yeah. jeans yeah, or whatever. how you're putting it together. Yeah, and I think, um, I think it's really, really good for the world world i don't know even what i mean by that it's it, i think it's a much bigger movement than we even all realize but because right now. you're making your own personal connection yeah. with it yeah right so right. i think I, I think one of the pictures i sent you was the was the carrera gt all right, right. Let's so see. Uh, the image is up there mm-hmm. there it is yeah so that, that's a perfect example so this is a car that is now considered a porsche classic because it was last made for the 2006 wow. model year that's a classic yeah, right how, now? Old does, how old does that make was, you feel was 2002 the model is a classic yeah. model oh years were God. 2004 to 2006 isn't that amazing well, the u.s cars were 2005 okay so technically 2006 so in 2016 it became the responsibility of porsche classic to look after the car and so this particular um, project we were having lunch in the restaurant 356 with, uh, with one of our new car customers and a relatively young fellow who has a wonderful car collection. And as we were talking... Anyone we know out here? No. Okay. Yeah. Um, wonderful car collection. And he, um, although he's, he is on Instagram and really enjoys it, uh, so you'll see, you'll see the car on there if you look at, you look at uh, that way. Uh, but nevertheless, we were having this conversation about his car collection and all these great new cars that he has. And it sort of went to well, what, what was missing, what, you know, What's in your not? It's not in your collection that you'd like to have. That, that you wouldn't mind. Yeah, and this was the this was his poster car. You think about it, back in two thousand and four, five, oh and six, gosh. right? 
And so he said, but I'll, I'll get one for my collection someday. And so we just started talking about, well, what if, what if you could have ordered it back then? What would you have done? And there actually wasn't it's a, a great whole... Like into the individual yeah. program at all. Mm-hmm. And, and back then, there really wasn't a lot that you could do from a personalization standpoint with the Carrera GT. So we just started talking about it. And I was thinking in my head... Oh, you just brought up a really good point, though. They kind of came how they were, right? It was sort of like, this comes with everything, and here it is. Yeah, yeah there weren't a lot of options with I mean, a lot of more silver, a lot of it's, more red. Right, of, it's this color know, or this exactly. color almost. Yeah, exactly. right. So there Sorry was, to cut you up. No, no worries. There wasn't a whole lot that, that you could really do in that respect. I mean, it was a phenomenal machine. It was built you know, as a, as a basically a racing car for the street. And, and the sound is phenomenal. So, you know, we obviously you love it. Look at that. Oh, oh, oh my goodness. Yes. You've you lit up. I love Courage really? GTs. That's probably. I'm the only one who's never been touched by that car. Probably never. My, is that right? Probably not even my a little favorite bit. modern Porsche. <laughs> You're kidding. What? What am I missing? You Can you guys well, tell me what I'm I was missing? Because I know I'm the only one. Have you been to an F1 race in the 90s? Um, no, no, okay. I didn't. So is that I, what it is? Is it? Well, for me, I mean, I still remember walking. The first one I ever went to was Montreal. And I remember coming off of the uh, the subway, and you come up out of, from underground on the island, and as you start walking towards the racetrack, because um, it's on an island in the middle of Montreal, mm-hmm. uh, whatever the river is called over there. Uh, and as you're walking towards the racetrack, you just you could just hear the cars coming. I mean, these were the uh, this is when you had V10s, Ferrari V12s, you had the V8s. Just that was guttural intake. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And this was this was the engine that that originally started life uh, for the footwork program the formula one the early 1990s that had been put on the shelf and was pulled back out again to do the lmp 2000 program which was also discontinued before the car ever happened triple zero did a great inside story about that car but they reuse the engine. Typical of Porsche, ne- mm. nothing ever sits on the shelf. Nothing ever goes to waste. Yeah. Nothing, yeah, exactly. exactly. You know, and it's it's just amazing. So, uh, so yeah, it's a wonderful sound for that. The sound for me, and of course, we were selling those when I was at Brumos in the early two thousands. We sold thirteen of them through our dealership. Holy smokes! Yeah. How a, many of them are there? It was a limited run, right? Yeah, there was twelve hundred and seventy. I think was the number uh, ultimately, and uh, I forget the number that came to the United States, but it was it was a pretty low number. The twelve seventy was for the world that they made. I don't mean to like. I don't have a problem with the car, and I don't not like it or anything. I just I've never gotten what everyone gets out of it, and perhaps it's maybe just the you know what it is I for me. Realize. It's I think I think last of the analog is such an overused mm. phrase yeah. with cars and especially Porsches. Like it seems like everyone is like, oh, the GT2 RS, last of the truly analog cars, you oh. know, or the GT, you yeah, know, the 911 every, R. That's the last. That every new Porsche, it seems like everyone's like, oh, this is it. This is the last one. <laughs> to me. The Carrera GT was the last of the truly analog. But in my mind, it's such a specialty car that it doesn't really fit in anywhere other than, wow, that's really impressive. But, like, it's... You it's know just what I'm an engineering it's, feat. It's to a me. super sports it's, car. Ah, okay. Yeah. No, so it's, that's it. I know. It's, I know that the transmission's spectacular. I know everything that, on the car was. I mean, it was just. I mean, just. But the isn't it look extra spectacular? It, the sound, Didn't they design it for that car? Everything. The transmission is there. Something special about it? Oh my gosh! I mean, everything about it. Uh, the yeah, the clutch is tiny. And it's carbon ceramic clutch. The first time that was ever done on a production car. And the the reason all this matters, the engine itself, is it. It's instant on and instant off. For a, for a normally aspirated engine. When you turn that key to turn it on, it's just like when they plug the laptop into the Formula One car. And <laughs> yeah, it just fires yeah, off. When you shut it off, whoop, it's off. Done. There's no okay. rundown. Right. There's no slack. <laughs> no no, uh, no uh, dual mass flywheel on that sucker. <laughs> no <laughs> dieseling on. No, so I mean, it's, it's, uh, it is a real experience. And I think the styling of the car has aged extremely well, too. You notice we didn't, we didn't do anything with the styling just of the car. Just color it looked like. Just paint. Yeah, from the... From the um, the appearance of the car, yeah, uh, that's true. But from a styling standpoint, 
uh, very few cars are designed by the same person inside and out. You usually have somebody design mm-hmm. the exterior of the car. Different, a team yeah. will, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then someone else does the interior and what have you. But this car was done top to bottom by Tony Hatter. And oh, so Tony, mm, I yeah. know what you mean by that. Yeah, so it's, it is definitely of uh, Grant Larson did the concept car, but Tony had to make it into a real car. And that was, uh, there's a lot you have to do to make it into a real car. He talked about that when we did the unveiling mm-hmm. last October at the RM Sotheby's um, auction weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the first time we showed the car, but he talked about that. And it was really, uh, really impressive to see how that thought process carried from the outside to the inside of the car. So it is definitely, even though a team worked on that, it's a, it's a one-person car. It's not a committee car. Uh, I did just remember that. one of the things I never liked about it from the beginning and right on to now. Uh, it was the beginning of what I consider something I just happen to personally not like at all about modern Porsches, the giant center tunnel, which I know is necessary for a lot of mm. reasons. I've and heard all of this stuff. I've heard like everything. Pure, but, but, right. And I understand the reasoning. Oh, it's really cool. The ergonomics. I understand not, everything, mm-hmm. and, and I'm not trying to fight anybody on it. Just not I your jam. personally don't mm-hmm. like it. To me, it's not Porsche-like. There mm-hmm. were things that I, in my own mind, attached to. Oh, a Porsche yeah. has this. A mm-hmm. Porsche has that. A Porsche is only like yeah. this. It's the only car like that, so it should be that way because that's what makes it special. Mm-hmm. And this car was like, oh, they're getting away from all that in my uneducated brain at the time Mm -hmm. well you know it's interesting but if porsche would have listened to all of the people who said that's not a true porsche you shouldn't do that they'd still be the company one right well we would have been out of out of business a long time ago after the first one um for that reason and i mean the same time this was happening the cayenne was another one of those products that you know was out there as um you know that's not really what porsche does but it is totally what we do. But it was the Boxster, too. Yeah, I, yeah, I was just going to say, same say, with the Boxster. Yeah, each it's, one, really, yeah, it's an it, injection into the... the it really it's the is. DNA. Yeah, and I'm, I'm convinced now if they told me tomorrow they're going to make a school bus, it would just be the most amazing <laughs> school bus. <laughs> well, I, you know I agree with yeah. you. I'd go back to yeah, school. I, know I totally agree. I <laughs> you can go back and rolling. <laughs> Seriously, what great. Yeah, I'll sit next to I'm going to study art so I can do an art car project and then get a free GT. Yeah, so that brings me back to what I was saying about Nick's project and what he was talking about yes. the GT3 and the Carrera GT. Um, the 996 generation is the classic generation right now. It, it's everything from 356 from and then up to 911 in the 996 generation. So we were actually having this conversation about um, now that we've done this recommission on the Carrera GT, what do we think is going to happen with the later cars? Because mm-hmm. the Carrera GT was too new for a restoration and so it's why it made sense to talk about it as a recommission. So ah. it wasn't just a color change. We didn't just paint the car and say that it's we, – we wanted to give this customer a new Carrera GT. Now, it has the VIN number from an existing car. Sure. We didn't make something that wasn't already, wasn't already there. But we had to make sure it was completely new for the, for the customer of the car. And so that meant – You're ta- delivering it as a new car, correct? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it was brought down to absolutely nothing. The tub – completely refinished uh, about 350 hours just in the hand sanding on the carbon fiber yeah and they refinished all the carbon fiber this is a good I mean, question you guys know the car well enough unreal. that you know all of the bits if you take that car apart you know what all the bits are yeah. so there's a lot of work here because it mm-hmm. is essentially a race car right yeah and the, the neat part about this was that a lot of the uh, the tooling and the people that worked on that program when it was new in production at leipzig are now in the classic program. And so the <laughs> engine great. builder who built that engine the first time around is the exact same fellow that's that did a, it. You're this you're kidding me. Isn't that cool? Yeah. That yeah, is that's so where the heritage cool. comes yeah. in. That's, why, exactly. that's yeah. why what you guys do is special. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the other part of it, too, is the experience. And so the owner of the car, as he, we went through this project, would go over to visit while the car was in Germany. 
and get to know the people and see the process and then actually make some changes while you're there because you know you were joking about the while you're in there while you're in there Okay. <laughs> but while you're why the engine yeah. is completely out of the car, you Now's know why, the time why to do wouldn't it. you? Yeah, why don't exactly. we polish the heads? Why don't we do this? Why don't we do that? So, a lot of great input that the owner had. So to make that one-on-one connection, not only with the car but also with the with the people that are making the car. I mean, you know, we love our cars. We have like a relationship with them. But could you imagine being involved with that? The is creation? such a good experience for him. Yeah, like totally. how cool. We have a friend uh, here in town um, named Jeff Sharon, who's uh, also got a Porsche know, yes. collection. And I thought that yeah. might be who you were talking yeah. about before. Um, he just recently picked up a, a, a GT2 RS. And you probably already know what I'm going to say, but he has such a wonderful relationship right. with not only the people in the factory and obviously all, all of your big right. wigs. Right. Uh, he also just recently had a baby. And they all wrote uh, personal messages, cave art in the old day, in the DeLorean world, we called it cave art, mm-hmm. right. uh, um, uh, in, on the hood liner of the, uh, you know, the hood yeah. of the GT2. So cool. Um, so it's all these messages from, you know, Klaus, everybody, everybody. How so wonderful. cool. Yeah. That's neat. So didn't that they, to me is the personal they give him touches. a car seat too, I think? I think so. Yeah, they did I all sorts did of stuff. Like and but the things are in there like, oh, because the car is the... essentially like, for the mm-hmm, kid, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't want to get too neat. much information, but it's just a wonderful story. No, it was on Instagram. That's the only reason. I'm Same here. It, that's the only reason yeah, I'm talking really about cool. it too. It's a wonderful story, and that's not just um, the customers. end. I mean, Porsche made that happen. Oh, there, absolutely. There's, yeah, yeah, and I mean, again, there's so many stories of. I wish you could see. I mean, we talk about backstage pass, and I would love to be able to just oh have show it, everything, have it all out there. But there's so much great stuff going on, and it's just there's no sign of it ending at all. Because that is really what makes it special. And when you can work with people on that that level, and our our dealer partners do it every day. I mean, it's there's examples of it that are happening when you go down to the to your corner authorized Porsche dealership and pick up your car. I mean, the way they make it special. So we we just take every opportunity we can and every level to engage like that is so much fun. Well, that's why you have the brand loyalty as well. I mean, I, I think you know, that's a, you just don't really get that level of commitment from the manufacturer from some of these other major car makers, you know? I mean, that's why people have the it passion goes back they do for this way. car. It does. Yeah, it does. It goes back a long way. And it's generational, yeah. you know? I mean, these kids, that, that kid will grow up and oh, yeah. their kid will... Yeah. Have a Did you meet the it. kid today at Breakfast Club who's got the old Beetle that's got the Subaru <laughs> no, engine in it? It's water-cooled. He's got the little breather bottle on the front. And I saw the car, but I didn't get to talk to him. This but. is a kid who's – I don't know how old he is, but he's in college, so he's young. And, and you know, he built this car, and he drives it up to Breakfast Club. His whole family's had VWs, and they're, they know John Benton. They're in, they're in yeah, the little yeah. community. Um, but he's a young kid, and he's even out there wrenching and building, and I just, I just cool. love it. It makes yep. me so happy yeah. because what you're doing is working – and it's still working long after we're done doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's, it's out there, and there's more of it coming. I mean, there's so much right. opportunity. You know, I, I just talk about these 200,000 cars, but the fact is, I mean, they, they go from generation to generation. There'll be more of them brought out. You know, we continue to add the parts every year. So, I mean, the catalog is about 52,000 parts, and every year it goes up by two to 300 more. It's a time-consuming process, and it, uh, you know, getting just the right thing at the right time. It's never going to be perfect, but you know you're always working on it, and there's just a lot of commitment for that. So I think, I think as you see the um, the electric future coming from the mobility standpoint, I don't see this classic passion going anywhere except uh, being amplified. 
I agree. Yeah, I think it's just, it's just going to add fuel to the fire because people are going to want to harken back to this era of motoring. And, well, and Porsche is committed to it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's a that's big, clear. And that's yeah. almost reason. It's like, I feel like that's why everyone's, oh, I can I can get in on this. I can invest in it. It's not going anywhere. It's not going it's away. It's not Saab. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Saturn. He worked for Saturn. That was when my dad died. I remember. job I got. Yeah. And, and I that's I how I met East with, Coast Feed. With, yeah, the cast. Is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's but, why we were. That's why we were friends for this long. We met each other so. Young. Well, we could go down a rabbit hole there because there's a shame. That's a shame. The way that um, when that started out. Oh, you know this whole story oh, totally. and how Ronnie did the commercials and everything. They sent me to Saturn uh, Spring Hill training down in uh, in Nashville. It was amazing. They had they had a reunion at the factory and and people who aren't even car people showed up. They did it every at the year. car factory. They yeah. did it every year. So I mean, it just goes to show you. You know, it's again it, back to that community feeling. You know, I mean, it. it that was be. their big selling point. That was uh, we're a family yeah. and mm-hmm. here's our people. That East Coast feed guy drove to every single one of them from yeah. Connecticut down to Nashville, I guess. Interesting. Yeah. Um, can we look at these other pictures and yeah. you can tell us about them? All right, so we've got this one here. I sent you. Oh, yes. Yeah, now this is an example. This is from... right? It is. This is an, an example from uh, Works Reunion uh, East, which was at Amelia Island this past March. And I, I sent you that picture because this was really a fun exhibit to do. We have the car there up on a tilt because we didn't do a full restoration on this car. We did the chassis. We did the chassis and the braking system mm. and the car and the engine. Oh, so that's why it's exposed, so you yeah. can see it that so way. Yeah, so you, could, see, you could look up in there and see that. And it just it kind of shows the fact that not everything is a full two-, three-year-long restoration of oh, a barn find. okay. Right? So, and because, This is interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting because um, I'm going through this with my own car right now because, because of something like that. So we did a turbo not long ago. We did the engine and the suspension and the... And the the braking system and what have you. There's everything but the body and interior, basically, because the car, frankly, didn't need it. Uh, but it, it had high mileage on it. And even without that, it's, it becomes an age issue. And I, the, the deal is you don't realize how used to everything you get by driving the car every day or every weekend whenever mm-hmm. you take it out. Right. You just kind of get used to it. So it's like I joke around. I say when I look in the mirror every day and I think to myself, I look pretty good. But if I look at a picture <laughs> from 20 years ago, oh man, not so good. So. <laughs> oh, I played that game yesterday, man. <laughs> so that's the car thing, right? So, yes. so I got 100%. to drive this car that we did for a customer. We we put validation miles on them, and I drove that car. And it was so good. It was so. It was a G model, you know, turbo nine thirty. It was so good that when I got in my nine sixty four, which is supposed to be this step forward, yeah, think, evolution. No, 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 really. Time to get out the checkbook. Oh my. Yeah. Wow. We're that's like really all going praise. through this right now. No, like Nick just got his gearbox back. You're redoing your motor. But I'm see, redoing that's, my motor. And that's, that's the argument that I always make for the sort of like love the patina. I don't – the patina on the outside is fine and all that. But I think mechanically it's a disservice to the next generation to never know what that feels like, mm-hmm. what the engineers intended. Mm-hmm. Now, we had an advertisement that we did in Triple Zero Magazine, and it was the 356 Project car that we had last year at Amelia Island. And it was a um, a barn find card been sitting for thirty one years. Was that the silver beehive yeah. coupe? Yeah. yeah, the fifty and the fifty. The one that just went really bad. Yeah, he's like, don't restore, <laughs> it. don't restore, don't restore. <laughs> and I mean, I, I get the whole patina and sort of that it's never, it's only new once kind of thing. But the ad that we ran basically said, future generations will thank you. And it's it's oh that that's cool, point, right? I like because, that. Yeah, because then you'll know what the engineers and what Ferry Porsche felt in the nineteen fifties mm-hmm. when they designed that car so that you could go to the dealership and buy it new and feel what a Porsche was like. So if we never get them to that point, 
then the people come mm-hmm. new to this will never really have that opportunity. And so I think that's kind of a disservice in that way. I uh, posted something the other day. Uh, it was a 356 in some shop. I can't remember. But uh, I, I literally asked the question of patina, beautiful or neglect? You know what I mean? Because it's, it's a hot topic, especially yeah. these days. As and more it people was are leaning even towards on your patina. thing, too. Exactly. It was like, oh, man, you just get all kinds of answers. It's funny. I'm in agreement with you that I have no issues with peanut, patina on the outside. But mechanically, it should be yeah. strong, brand new, as, as good as can be stop. underneath. underneath. <laughs> yeah, yeah, underneath it should be as good as can be. I don't understand the, the yeah. there is no mechanical patina. That's neglect. Right. That is neglect. Right. Yeah, if no, you happen to like that, an art, artistically, yeah. if you happen to like the look of faded paint or chips and mm-hmm. stuff like that, that's a choice, of course, but mm-hmm. that I think is fine. You're not right. doing any disservice to the vehicle or yeah, the right. people you're driving around on the road. Your right. paint doesn't affect the capability of the car to right. drive. The right. <laughs> All of the elements, yeah. the fun factor. No, in fact, I'm fine with a few of the paint chips because then I that feel so bad if I get another one while yeah. I'm not driving. So you know? drive even yeah. harder into that yeah. corner. Yeah. Sure, absolutely. Exactly. That's a good so point. That's kind of where I'm going with my own car, and I think that's a that picture that we had up there is an example of that. Yeah, so I like just that. I'm showing that off. Hop over to this one here. I think I know what ah. this is. Yeah, in fact, that's – you remember this. You're there, right? Yeah, yes, I do. That was fantastic. John Oates, another fellow that we need to have on your show. Yes, Would love please. to. Friend of, friend of Rod Emery. There's Ramsey and Ray. Oh, there you right go. Yep. Yeah, there's Ramsey. Yes, we're standing there watching, so. and that is uh, John Oates right in the center there. With his Emery special. And this was, it was right, built right up the street here. That's right. That's right. And so that um, – that was just a, a great evening. Again, talking about community and, and where uh, is this though? That, that was, was at the RM auction. Oh, that this is that, that, really no kidding. That's in the lobby at the Porsche Experience Center. I Atlanta. love what you guys did though. Mm-hmm. I, no one can see what I'm doing, but the little log uh, holders there, yeah, just, just all of the set dressing, and the chairs, totally. The set dressing is fabulous. Yeah, it was yeah. really neat. Yeah, it was wonderfully done, and, and he's such an amazing, talented performer. Uh, when you get him one one. Uh, oh, solo like that yeah just amazing I mean of course it's a neat little intimate setting too because it's probably I don't know how many people did you say there we had 200 it was 200, 200. we had room for 200 people it was standing. nice sounds wow. like a nice time yeah it was I mean we, we wanted everybody to come to the Experience Center uh, last October for that auction as a way to finish the 70th anniversary and really to dive into the whole classic car community and bring them to the Experience Center have a reason to do that and RM Sotheby's was the perfect partner for that um, John, uh, who I'd met at the Experience Center when he came in one day just to do a, a drive before a local show, uh, is just the consummate car guy. Everyone's saying that. Everyone says yeah. he's uh, super he's cool, super nice, nice and he'll talk to you all day about cars. Mm-hmm. I love that. He's knowledgeable. In fact, even, yeah. he even put together, I think with your help, he put together kind of a little slideshow and talked about the history of Is that what was going his, on there? Because there's a big screen yeah. behind him. It was neat. It was almost like, remember like a that's VH1 from Rent Sport, like, tractor race, right? Storytellers, they used to do that yeah. VH1 Yes, story of course. Time. It was like that, but with cars. And right. Ray, Ray oh, gave him the idea. with the music in the background? Kind of, and it was, like, it was like his career like through the years and what cars he owned and you know the ups and downs of his career and his cars, what he owned Set at the to time. the chronological timeline yeah. of his cars. That's so cool. It was so really cool. interesting. It was yeah. neat. He had old pictures. Right. It was really cool. Yeah, he was. And I, of course, don't want to tell you all the stories because then he can't tell you when he comes and he should do it himself. Mm-hmm. I, I just want – I would be remiss if I didn't. Yeah. I just accidentally threw that up, which was Mrs. Ryan when she used to go through all her MS testing things. So that oh, was wow. a <laughs> – sorry about that. Totally yeah. changed the subject there. And you look great. You look like you're doing wonderful. She is. Say. She's fabulous. Sure. I just caught my eye with that same sweater and it just looks really different. <laughs> <laughs> that was a long time ago. Sorry about that. It was – Slip of the tongue here, or the finger here. Well, um, all right, well, there's one more picture, and I'm sorry to cut you off there. There's one more picture with Sanchez. Oh, okay, so yeah, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so I wanted to include this one because that that is um, 
a surprise. John didn't know that, that this was going to happen. But Kevin oh. Jeanette, Gunner Racing, Kevin Jeanette, who is a caretaker of so many amazing pieces of history and just the most genius marketing mind when it comes to racing. If you look back, this is a whole probably a whole other show, but um, if you look back into the 70s, 80s, 90s and all the racing history into the 2000s, some really cool cars and some cool drivers that were in them, um, Paul Newman, among among them, who and some other you know, yeah. fellow actor, <laughs> some guy from Connecticut. Get a load of this one. <laughs> I'm hilarious. Look out for this guy. <laughs> but Kevin was one of the guys that came up with the idea that you know we should race tractors at Rensport, right? And so he prepared oh. prepared the tractor for uh, for John and Justin Bell to race at Rensport. And so and I don't know where Kevin finds the time to do all this, but that guitar it's not really showing up in the picture that well. But it's that a bit guitar of there, yeah. That guitar is painted in a pink pig livery. Oh, you're kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. And so Kevin wanted to give that to John and surprise him at the show in front of everybody, which we gave the task to Ramsey because, you know, he's not shy. <laughs> hey, everybody, here's your guitar. I love that man. Oh. That's the greatest. Oh, my God, Ramsey. I love <laughs> Yeah, that was that was a fun evening. That That's was great. fun. Yeah, so despite the what the way the picture looks, it's not it's not pots and oats. It, you know, it's still oh, it's still hollows. That was just for the guitar game. Okay, bad joke. But. No, I'll take it. I love that. My it came favorite from you. thing I wasn't of, expecting it. My favorite thing of all that was like his big hashtag for his Emory special special became Hall and Oats, like H A U L I like Hall and Ass. Yeah, Hall and Oats sounds like that is witty as hell. Love it. Well, we have a friend in the other room who was just out here a few minutes ago who was not aware because he's you know living in his little box there, and he thought that he was like, well, why would ride by a a build a car for the cereal company? Yeah, right. Right. he's the Quaker Oats guy, maybe. Well, it's just one of the you know Heather posts all those little memes. It's so funny. That's awesome. Ray Schaefer, is there anything we should get to before we don't have this opportunity of having you sitting here? Is it's there anything we're missing? I have a question. How good is the go. new Speedster in person? Because I saw Ooh, it's there. Good, good, good Ooh, question. Great question. I saw that, yeah. yeah. And that thing's fresh down from the New York Auto Show, right? And it's so good looking. Yes, it is. Yes, yeah, it how is. good is that? Because that's got the Heritage package on it. Oh, yeah, I like the Heritage good. package a lot better than I thought I would. That's, it's amazing. Uh, right down to the decal that's on the hood is the 1960s Motorsport decal. We have that, too. Yeah, no, I wait, so Nick cool. and I were literally the, just talking about those the other day, how they were like orange, yeah. like it's yeah. almost like a neon orange color. And with the Porsches in white across the right. top. Right, he's got, he has some NOS ones from a 917 that have never even been used. Is it so the one that's down there? Is that the one that's that. on the uh, thing there? Is it that or is it close to that? It's close, it's close. close, it's to, that. close okay. to that one, yeah. Okay. But, you know, as, as phenomenal as the car looks, and it it looks marvelous. Yeah. <laughs> you look marvelous. Well done. You know where I'm going with that. Well done. Uh, I can only imagine what the drive of that must be like. I mean, I think about those mountain roads that we have in North Georgia, and I, I just can imagine an open-top GT3 with with the low-cut windshield mm. that it does have. It's not a standard cabriolet windshield. That's, I think that's why it looks so yeah, different. It's, it's lower-cut, so yeah. but the, you know, those carbon sports seats that... <laughs> GT3-based motor with the... Because um, I think a lot of people were afraid they weren't going to do that, that it wasn't going to come out with the GT3 engine. Is it the 4.0 it motor is. again? Yeah, it, it, it has it has some some changes to it, though, specifically sure, okay. to the Speedster. And when you have a chance to read about the technical uh, updates to the car, if you will, it's it's not just a topless GT3. Right, there is yeah. a lot. It's easy to call it that, yeah, sure. There is a lot to that car. I believe uh, individual throttle throttle bodies oh my god um, oh really? wow yeah. i didn't know that it's going to be uh 
and wow. the the arrow underneath the car. I didn't take pictures of it, but I did lay down and look up underneath the back of that car, and I mean, it is, it's impressive. It would have to be right. Yeah. So I mean, gosh, to drive that with that manual gearbox, um, with the roof open like that, and the know. sound. Now, are those all spoken for already? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not involved. Not that I have a pony in this race. Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> are you are you selling or uh, dealing with allocations nope. now, Ray? Nope. Don't send me your emails about that. I'm just I curious because I know you want to get on the list. Yeah. Here's the guy <laughs> yeah, to put yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. They're not. They're not making that many, right? It's 1948. Right. That's more than I expected. That's nice. That's it. That's wow. it. Yeah, done. 1948, yeah. Capitum. And that Classics heritage, up on top of their game. They're yeah. forward thinking. Exclusive <laughs> manufacturer, I think, is involved in that part of it, mm-hmm. you know, from the standpoint of um, uh, the heritage package. And so with a meatball that's on there, you can get it blank, or you can have the number 48 that designates the, the first year of Porsche, or you could pick any number from 0 to 99. And have them do I'm it. I'm out. Yeah, I know you. You leave it blank so you can put your two eleven or one. He needs three yeah. digits, man. One eleven, right? <laughs> yeah. But again, it kind of goes back to the first thing we talked about, and that was what Nick's working on, and that conversation we had that I still hadn't finished. Sorry, Ray. That's all right. I just go off on so many different fun things. <laughs> You're so interesting. Uh, there's so many fun things to talk about. <laughs> let's finish it this time. We have though. a couple more hours. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, we got to wrap it up. Let's finish the story. So uh, we were having the conversation. Now that we've done this Carrera GT, it'd be like, well, what what do you think the more modern classic is that somebody would want to do a restoration? Do you think anybody would be restoring a first-year Boxster or anything of that nature? Hmm. Probably at some point you might. But the conversation shifted towards the first-generation GT3 because that was the 996. Mm -hmm. And I think if anybody's going to do anything first, you may see somebody take um, an 0405 GT3 that became a track car and maybe at some point turn it back to a showroom example. Nice. I like that. Or... Does somebody get inspired by that career GT maybe and do some type of recommission? I don't know. Mm. But uh, it's interesting. Again, when you think about the future, where this is all going. Well, it's cool is the option is there now. You Agreed. Know? That's, that's yeah. what's really cool. Something you brought up, which I was not aware of, and I think it was that white car with the, the side. Um, I, I, I'm going to use Singer as an example. You can't go buy the Singer exhaust and the Singer wheels or whatever. You need to have Singer build you a car. So you're saying that you don't have to necessarily do a whole thing. You will actually do certain aspects in certain areas. Yeah. That, to me, is very cool because it really opens up your customer market. Yeah, Not I everybody mean, can necessarily afford a full right, redo, right. but maybe half the stuff. And that's why I that's love feasible. going there. Like Anytime I, you know, I'm in Atlanta or whatever, I'll drop yeah. by and – He'll take me in the workshop, and there will be a new, you know, G body up, and it's like, oh, he's just getting the brakes redone on it or whatever. That to me like, is that's just really the neat. It's not like uh, you don't have a yeah. full commitment to a complete restoration. But it's, it's so much more accessible that way. Absolutely. I mean, and you, and it's do, being do you know what I'm saying done I correctly. I mean, yeah, this is I all mean, Porsche parts being that's used. That's what I this mean. It's Porsche to me, train it's a, mechanics. It's a much more attractive opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's neat that they do that. Mm. Want to keep them on the road, keep people driving them. It's a fun hobby that these boys have. And so you make it accessible to, like, play with it, to do it, and make it re- accessible to everyone. I, I, it's yeah. really – We love I've it. told you how much I'm grateful for the – like, what you guys are doing. And it's just every step you guys take. It well, just thank goes you. Farther. And you look like you're having fun with it, too. Yeah. I've seen the videos. You know it. <laughs> seen it's I hope the so. best thing yeah. ever. Oh, although I should really tolerate it for me, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> that is a really know. good actress. <laughs> yeah, maybe all the above. <laughs> uh, is there anything else you want to hit? Otherwise, we should probably wrap it up. I've, I'm conscious of everyone's time at this oh, point. No, We've gone two great. hours and 15 it's minutes. Great. It's Go great. Go say hi to Ray Jeff. tomorrow at the That's right, Porsche, Porsche Classic, Classic at Lufthansa. We'll get to see you tomorrow. I do want to talk about yeah. it. Do you know where your spot is? I do. 
Oh. Are we allowed to Are we allowed to talk about Tell it? him. I think you can say. Yeah. I'm assuming you're in the Yeah. Can I gonna, say it? Yeah, yeah. I think we're gonna be in Mr. the Mr. Um, Sandman. Yeah, the gas court, station across Square, the street yeah. from the court. Yeah, yeah is that the gas tower. station? Yeah. Back to the future. Yeah, I didn't I don't have the picture loaded up, but so I just posted cool. those pictures the other day. I need oh. fuel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's right. where you'll in be. Your DeLorean, yep. That's where we'll machine. see you. Yes, yeah. and cool. I didn't bring your I didn't bring a little special gift for you because I have it there. Everything was brought out there. So when we see you guys tomorrow, oh, stop nice by and I've got something for you. Thanks, you that's yeah. very good. I'm so excited. It's gonna yeah. be a blast. It's gonna yeah, be a chair fun. for me. Chair. <laughs> <laughs> With houndstooth. I'm already prepared. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for doing this again. Love you thank so you for much. Being dude. a friend to us, and thank you for being a supporter and contributor Absolutely. to the show. Thank it you just, for the opportunity. It means the world to us well, because we're to just me having well. the most fun. Thank you, and I appreciate it so much. It's great to be here with all you guys as well, and enjoy this weekend. We're about to enjoy. We have a good team. Yes, yes we do. Being part of it. All right, Mrs. Ryan. Here's to another yeah. year. Absolutely. Yes. Right? We're going to yes. do it again next year, First right? Let's commit to that. It's a thing now. Uh, Mrs. Ryan, tomorrow is Luftgekult. Mm-hmm. It's at Universal Studios. I think tickets are sold out. Uh, I don't know. Look online. Uh, but it's a big event. It's going to be a blast. I'm really excited. What, are you going to the early one? What are you going to? Yeah, I'm o'clock? going with Nick because he's taking oh, so the White House car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Yep. Uh, all right, that's it, everybody. We love you. I don't know what camera we're on or anything, but Mrs. Ryan, I love you. Ray Schaefer, we love you. Love Tori Alonzo, we love you. So good. Nick Kotziger, we love you. Love we love you. everybody at home. Please love one another, and we will see you next week. Great guest next week, too. I can't remember. Chris uh, Jacobs from uh, Overhauling and everything else that yeah. he does these oh, yeah. days. He'll and, be here uh, Wednesday. And Sam Tripoli. And there's a lot of great guests coming. Yeah. Love you. See you later.